welcome to the Honest War Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the Age of Sigma Monday show with my two, well, three co-hosts, Mr. Nathan Prescott, back from his travels. Hello, Nathan. Hello. Hiya, how's it going? Good, thank you. How's it going with you? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling uh, limber and subtle, supple, something like that anyway. Excellent. Feeling a couple of words, yeah. Excellent. And we're also joined by Mr. James Powell on the show. Hey, James. Hey, up. How's it going? Hey, up, me duck. Hey, up, me duck. I'm doing really well, thank you. <laughs> and also, Shilly has joined us. Uh, Dan isn't here, so uh, Shilly has joined us for this review of the Cruel Boys Allegiances and War Scrolls, our first look. So not like a whole review, we're just going to take a quick look um, at them and kind of like take our initial thoughts and then we'll do some deep dives probably after the LGT uh, because there's a lot, we, lot of prep. Go on, what's up, James? Should we just review the front cover? <laughs> I would like, if you want to <laughs> jump straight in, please do, go for it. <laughs> carry on okay oh, fine. <laughs> you don't want to do that uh we're joined obviously by the twitch chat what up twitch chat thanks for joining us live appreciate you loads uh and we're also uh, a podcast you guys can listen to and you can also watch us live on youtube if you want to you can subscribe in any of those places or join the big dick energy lads on patreon uh thank you to lord win for resubscribing uh i hope you're all well um and we're going to be going through some stuff before we do really quickly we'll jump into the news section um, because uh, there's been some fairly big news. Aspron, thanks for resubscribing. Uh, my first bit of news, though, is Nathan, welcome back. How are you? Uh, last time we saw you, you were not doing very well, so people have been a bit worried. Can you just give us an update on how you are? <laughs> What's happening? I just had a, a cold, like man flu. So, yeah, still got a snotty nose, but there you go. That's the way it goes, eh? Are you feeling better? Yeah, yeah. Feeling good, thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, feeling good. Okay, good. James, what about you? How are you? Are you well? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, I got to watch your little, uh, your and Mark's little uh, pairing show a minute ago. Got to see who I got to play at the Blood Tide on the weekend. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Blood Other than that, all good. Yeah, Blood Tide is this weekend. If people haven't been tuning in for that, which we're going to be live streaming, uh, James is in a team uh, who I picked to be uh, the bottom of the whole event. Uh, so uh, during uh, my Blood Tide review, how did the team take that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fine. I, I expect to be at the bottom. Like my games, I'm intending to either be tabled or lose no models and get a draw. Um, however, the team name might have been a bad decision as the kids did the pairings, which was not warned. I was not warned of that. Did feel well, slightly. I hope Ill. in future it makes teams <laughs> rethink their naming choices, uh, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Typhoid Tony, for resubscribing. Uh, big love to you. Uh, yeah, let's hope. Well, good luck to you, James. Who's in your team? Do you want to give them a shout out before we carry on? Uh, it's me, Simon Eccles, uh, James Hobbs. And Andy Thornley. Andy Thornley the, the guy from Derby. Oh. Yeah. That guy from Derby. Uh, Nathan, you've been away for a while. Um, and so uh, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions on some of the news topics that have come up. Specifically, the Cruel Boys book has come up. What are you doing? What is that that you're doing? <laughs> Just getting a little piece of something to suck on. Okay, that's really excellent audio. Just need you to know that. <laughs> I didn't realise it was that loud. 
Welcome to the Nathan Show. Can you hear I it? Can. Over there? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, thanks, Beagle. Oh, I wonder what all the things you can hear in my house. Then maybe. I no, no, we can't hear any of that. We can't hear any of that. Don't worry about okay. it. Everyone missed you. Uh, Nathan, um, catch me up. Uh, James and Nathan, we'll move into the news section very quick. Um, how do you both feel about the app? The app has been released. Nathan, you and me, old school f- stands of the original app. How do you feel about the new app? And thanks to Guy for resubscribing. I hope you're well. Uh, so far, it seems all right. Yeah. I, um, shows you war scrolls. Shows you loads of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Uh, we'll see how how it goes with other stuff, though. But, yeah, happy enough with it. Excellent. I get War Scrolls, which is what I wanted, but then I got loads of other stuff as well. So, yeah, that's great. So there are there's some there's some things to talk about. Uh, BL6 Ooze, thank you for subscribing. BL6 Blue, I don't know what that is. Uh, James, uh, have you had a look at the app? This This feels like this is up your street. You're a bit of a new tech guy. How do you feel? How do you feel about I the app? Have huh? the app. Uh, my honest opinion, which I don't think is the general consensus, is that it is two worse apps than we already had or have. Okay, please inform me more of your opinion. I think the current app, uh, in its state, is uglier than the old one, and a bit more clunky to use. I know, like other people are like, oh, I like the fact it's sorted by book i'm guessing that's because at some point when they sell us books we'll have to use codes to unlock each book so then we'll only have those war scrolls but don't know no 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 so the current Um, situation is just to keep you updated so the stormcast book is out and the cruel boys book is out you can go into a shop and pick it up now or your local gaming store or the internet or what um i don't know what i said at the end the uh you but (laughs) if you do buy a book uh, there's a code in the back, and that does unlock like your allegiance abilities and your command traits and other stuff. Not that there is many of them, anyway. And uh, the war scrolls seem to just be free, irreg- like like regardless. So, which is nice. And you do need a My Warhammer account to do that, but you don't even need to subscribe to Warhammer Plus to uh, to be able to have that functionality. So you just have to make an account. Maybe when it's out of beta, okay. you will have to pay. To have access to all of that stuff, I'm not sure. Uh, but the current state of affairs, if that does change, obviously we'll update everyone. Uh, but the current state of affairs is you have to make an account. Fair enough. Give them your email. Just make a fake email if you want, if you're scared of the data uh, or whatever. Um, and then uh, you get all of the war scrolls for free. And you only unlock the, uh, the the allegiances and other stuff if you pay for those battle tomes and if you put a code in, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think I think like ignoring that, like it's a bit clunkier and a bit uglier than the okay. old one. Like I like the fact that when I opened the old one, it was just war scrolls, and now it's like I open a window and it's books, and then I have to either search a war scroll or find the book that the war scroll belongs to, and then open it. Like I just think like for all the years I worked in a student's union, we were obsessed with like the amount of clicks a student had to do to get mm-hmm. to something because like two's the average; they go one to upboard and sure so i found myself a lot when i was using the app being like one oh two oh board searching's easier um but i don't think it's as easy as the old one but that's just personal preference it might just be getting used to it because i haven't used it a lot um and then the war scroll builder i just don't think it's as good as 
Let's not call it that. You mean the 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 oh, list sorry, yes. writing the, the list writing yeah. part of the app, sorry, is not as good as War Scroll Builder. Like it it doesn't work as well. It doesn't output lists as well. It might have been fixed because they only um, messed about with it like day mm-hmm. one. Um but I what I found was like I was just messing about with like the Stormcast lists in the new book. So I'd like add a leader, add some battle line, add a leader add some units, add a leader that I'd fit in, which is probably how I normally work a list out, and then suddenly be like, oh, now I've exported that. It is literally in that order. So if I give someone my list at an event, I'm like, oh, there's one leader. There's some battle line. There's a leader. Oh, there's another battle line I fitted in. Oh, there's some, oh, and a leader. Oh, and then, and I just found it really, like, cumbersome. And none of the battle lines were. Well, d- don't worry about that storm, because War Scroll Builder was updated today. All hail Tony P forever again. Uh, I would again like to volunteer to be Tony P's bodyguard for free. Uh, as long as he gave me like a, a, a dog's shed to live in, uh, I would guard him uh, like a feral hound would uh, guard someone that finally adopted it. Uh, so I hope he's well. Um, uh, and, su- and survived. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the app isn't shit. And like Nathan said, uh, what I really like, which is the you can they can put that as a quote on the Rob says this isn't shit, which is a positive um, because I was expecting shit, and it's like it's got all of the war scrolls in, I think, or it might not have some. Uh, and by the way, everyone's like, oh, it, it doesn't have the Nurgle one in. And I'm like, I wonder which Battle Tome's fucking next. Like, can you imagine? Like, they were in the studio and they were like, they were like, yeah, do I put the old Nurgle ones in? Like, no, we'll just call it a bug and then uh, it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> like, they literally couldn't be asked to even pretend what the next one was, which I fucking love. Like, that's a level of, like, half a job that I reckon me and Nathan, uh, as builders who use packers a lot, really respect. You're like, did you measure something a bit wrong? Just stick a bit of wood in. It's called packing. James, you're not a builder, so you won't get this, but all builders who are listening to this right now are like, <laughs> yeah, fucking, you look at the best piece of engineering in the world, and it's definitely got a builder who's put a bit of wood between two bits that are meant to be connected, and he's gone, that'll hold it, that'll fucking hold that for a hundred years, that's what that'll do. Uh... <laughs> Nathan, thoughts? Uh, yeah, sounds good, a little bit of packing, never Didn't hurt, hurt anybody. Anyone. Yeah. Uh, you just have to look hard. There's a roadmap. You just have to look. You just have to read between the sides. That's what you have to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, hello, everyone, by the way. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Evening, Lofthammer. Uh, I saw a great picture of Lofthammer recently. Oh, yeah, I was watching a Kirioth video. Lofthammer is in it. And I was like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but the app does what I want it to do, which is have the war scrolls in, which is all I need it to fucking do. Today, I wrote a list for someone really quickly. I looked at the war scrolls in the app, and I went on War Scroll Builder, and life felt like it had returned to normal. It felt like COVID was over. It's not, obviously. But it just felt like the world was at peace again. Like, that it was right. I don't know how everyone else feels, but I was like... The fact that you can buy War Scrolls is the defining feature in modern all society. I, need. I don't know about anyone else. Nathan, come on, back me up on this. Yeah. Yeah, pinnacle of civilization, that is. I don't need anything else. Access yeah. to War Scrolls. All I need, I just want to read the War Scroll. Like, don't give a. F- I don't even give a fuck what format it's in, dude. Like, everyone's like, like there was a guy on Reddit um, who did like a redesign of it. Uh, I, 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 w- I would show you my actual phone, but I can't. 
Um, so there you guys. So uh, I see for you guys. So he did like a redesign, and I don't know who did it. Um, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, maybe it's on. Doesn't say. But he just redesigned it, and he's like, I, I did this in a day, and it's much cleaner. Look, it's got all of the data in one image. You don't have to scroll through a ton of stuff. Yeah. Really clean. Really fucking neat. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, they're not going to do, but I like. I respect the fuck out of that. That's brilliant. Like, well done. Uh, hire that guy. They can't afford him. They underpay all their staff. But like, uh, <laughs> anyway. But you can look at the war scrolls, and I don't even care what format it's in. My point, like that version would be better, and I'd be happy about it. But the version I've got is fine, really. Um, and it's very memeable. It's got a lot of like screen cap memes available because it's so big. The font. So I'm quite yep. excited about it. Um, uh, anyway, so the, the app is out. Uh, and I think that's really the only news uh, that's going on in Age of Sigmar at the moment. Oh, there's a Warcry warband. Or oh, they're redoing Warcry, but no one cares at all uh, with a Cruel Boys um, uh, release box thing. Did you see that? Well, no, it's got some grots in it. Did you guys see this from the weekend from Gen Con? Oh, I... No, it's yeah, grots, yeah, yeah. really. It's spider no, ones, no, isn't it? you're all wrong. Uh, what's Shilly's take on the criticism? Shilly is currently fucking silent, <laughs> but I'm sure he'll have something to say. <laughs> He's not allowed out. Side eyes. <laughs> Lots of side oh, do eyes. you know what? I haven't bothered looking at what like a war scroll for um uh uh how long it takes to scroll through. Who's got a really ridiculous war scroll? I mean, Archeon's taken the piss, but if you just do Severith, Severith, is it? Oh, you can't search for Severith, apparently. All right, I don't care. I'm out. I'm out. It's too much. I can't be asked already. It's great app, great app. Just saying. <laughs> can, can you search for Stop one of the newest models? Stop talking to me. I don't want to... I don't want, I, I'm happy, is what I'm going to say, and I don't want any of your criticisms. It's pissing me off. Um, uh, okay, should we get on with the review? Unless anyone's got anything else they want to bring up before we go any further? Uh, I love being able to build lists with the scrolls a few clicks away, says Halalex, then open War Scroll Builder when I want to finalize it. You can use the app to like add the points together if you want before you do go on War Scroll Builder, which is kind of nice. I don't know if you guys have tried that yet. Yeah, I right. think that's basically the only way I'd do it if I want. Like, it's the only reason to use it, I think, because the format's horrible. Uh, it is horrible. Have you out yeah, have you seen the outputted file text files? Yeah, I, I outputted one and then sent it myself. And then cried a bit. And then I think it even deleted the message because I didn't <laughs> like looking at it. Uh, <laughs> you should have sent it back to the company that sent it to you. Sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I should have just copied and pasted it into like the feedback thing and been like, this is my problem. Uh, okay. I think I did check there. my spelling cabbage, but appreciate you for double checking for me. Um, uh, can I, how, I put the right image? Uh, have they put the right image of the prosecutors of Stormcold Javelins? I don't know or care, uh, but I appreciate you, Lone Tide Rad, for being here. Loads of love. Um, right, okay, Nathan. Um, before we move on, and James, we, we were talking pre-show, and it's something, before we talk about the Cruel Boys, uh, and we've done pretty well, we haven't gone too far into this so far, um, I need some updates from you both, because you weren't here for the Stormcast kind of first look last week, and James, you've had some thoughts post it. Uh, you've, I know you've had a little bit of a look, Nathan. You got any thoughts on the Stormcast stuff specifically? You did say you had some previously. Uh, just hopefully that they've given us the rules for the dragons, but hopefully the models never come and we never get to face them on the table. How do you feel about them rules-wise? 
bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. It's just like crazy. <laughs> it's just a different. They're just. They should be in a different game. Just dragons only <laughs> game. Only game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the next FAQ. Please remove dragons from Stormcast Eternals Battle Tome. Please put into forty uh, K. James, you've had some more thoughts. You said you've been looking at them ever since. I had a really good friend of uh, message off my friend Joe Purcell. We all know Joe Purcell, lovely. Uh, I was speaking to him yep. last week about yeah. the dragons, and then he said, "Rob, I finally read the Dragon War Scroll today," and I was like, "Oh boy!" Uh, he was like, "They're pretty good," and I was like, "Yeah, they are pretty fine." Um, and then I'm pretty sure, yeah, we'll see him flying dragons. Yeah, he, no then, he then messaged me like 15 minutes later. Went, I've just read the command trait, and I was like, "Oh god!" <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Nate, Nate, you're the, you're normally the then yeah, he saw, he saw the, point. the points. You're normally the guy that talks me down in these conversations, right? Normally, when we're on, um, uh, like you'll be like, "Oh, it's not that bad." I don't know how it feels. I I didn't really talk about the power last week. I more talked about the fact that I found that the like. How do you feel about the fact that they've simplified the battle tomes? That's something I want to ask you because they they have simplified them. Like allegiance abilities are obviously super stripped back, spells are super stripped back, and not as impactful. Command abilities being gone off war scrolls and just being like once per battle. Um, I really fascinated on what your take is on that uh, because I'd love to I'd love to hear it. Uh, as a simple fellow myself, I'm I'm not that bothered uh-huh. about it, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, quite off, uh, what you want from a game, really, is, uh, what oh, I don't know, there's a special phrase that people use, but basically where, where you've got simple rules but complicated, but it can add the game has got depth. So uh, Easy to learn, difficult you know, to master. That's yeah. something like that, yeah. That sounds, that sounds good. So, yeah. So, to me, if if the rules are simple, but there's... They're well thought out and there's depth. And if all the rules are um, have consequence in the game, then that's cool. That rather than having a load of rules that have got no no real effect on the game because they're just useless, then you know that's great if they're going to cut that off. But as long as yeah, they're there. Um, yeah, sometimes it feels like you lose a bit of of the character though. Mm-hmm of the game so so yeah it's uh i guess it's a difficult line but i mean that's that's what they're doing so they should should be able to uh tread the tread the line nicely nice simple rules with loads of character and none of this fucking storm cross <laughs> bullshit ja- with the dragons if it, if it makes dragons. better everything else is pretty boring uh if that makes you feel um i see off the back of last week, um, it, interesting, right? Like some pushback on um, on me, like not being a fan of it being simpler. Um, but I don't think I don't think simpler was really what my point was last week, and I'll, I'll reiterate: um, it is simpler, which I think is genuinely a positive. I think that's pretty good, yeah. But mm. I do feel like losing flavour, uh, and I and I kind of tweeted a bit about it this week. I talked about. Um, uh, the old Wrathmongers War Scroll, or, or Pete in the chat, I think Pete Pratt was talking to me a second ago, uh, he um, discussed, uh, like, he was talking about the old Starseer War Scroll, right, and how fun that was, yeah? Like, it's, uh, there's some fun, like, you can have simple but fun, 
Like when you, when you don't do anything with your uh, war scroll, like and Grubby's saying in the chat, boring is just boring. Like you can have complicated and interesting, and you can have simple and interesting, but boring is just boring. Mm. And from a game design perspective, possibly the biggest criticism that you can throw at something is you're like you just bored me with a war scroll i think like the slangor one is a good example right like they're like beasts twisted okay if i do the narrative they're like deformed goat beasts twisted by one of the four major chaos gods well there are five but like uh, major chaos gods into like an amalgamated pleasure demon yeah and they were able to come up with no single one fun rule that was like do you know what i mean like like when they get hit by a six like every time you hit them with a six they t- they you take a mortal wound because they love it yeah or they grow a fucking dick whatever yeah something something fun yeah they get slightly more erect and when they've taken four sixes to hit they sp- sperm on you this is too this is too graphic i've gone straight to penises yeah right which is not... i know there's time for a penis joke but uh boring um is probably uh what i would describe last week's as without the dragons right we talk about when they eventually put the points up on the dragons it will be so fucking dull to talk about um but anyway anyway that's kind of my thoughts uh from last week and i don't know we're only gonna do cruel boys to, uh this week so far but nathan i know you've looked at bone splitters and iron jaws a bit um have you got any thoughts on um uh, have you got? Have you had any thoughts on uh, on those parts of the book? Uh, well, yeah, I've had a little look at the bone splitters. I'm not 100 percent sure on that side. I'll have to have another look. Uh, they do look like they're very corralled into what sort of lists you can play um, with them. So maybe that's a bit boring, and I don't know how competitive they'll be anyway. And then the iron jaws look pretty fun i thought really you've got distinct like the units have got fairly distinctive uses and there's lots of uh, interesting things you can do with the uh, command abilities and the spells and stuff as well so yeah i think the angels will be fun to play with. Uh, yeah i i think it... yeah you're gonna see a lot more mega uh mega bosses on more why? As well. why why so, do you think because yeah. <laughs> because they're so good yeah. What did they so get fun. that made them more fun? Uh, well, uh, everything. They're really destructive. They're still super fast. Uh, really destructive. Uh, they can do the three command ability thing. That's great. I mean, that's three mighty destroyers in a turn. Like, bang. And then you can activate another one to do it as well. So you could have <laughs> six six things might have destroying across the board at you. Uh, it's pretty um, interesting. Yeah, there's loads of little combos as well where you can uh, hand a gork something up and then mighty destroys it and do stuff. Okay, so, yeah. sweet. It's sweet. Interesting. Yeah, there's we'll, some um, fun stuff. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll revisit that um, uh, like in later shows in, in the because uh, I thought doing it all would be a bit much. So I just thought we'd just break them down into the three, basically. Well, the yeah, the three, and then maybe we'll throw a big wire in at the end. So should we talk Cruel Boys? James, you ready? Okay. Yeah, let's do All it. All right, let's talk Cruel Boys. Uh, let me just 
How many dragons do they have? I mean, you could stick an orc on a dragon and just call it. I don't know. You could stick a like. You could stick a. You could, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. None. They, they got, got vultures, vultures though. No, yeah. okay. like, have you tried that? They have. Okay. Um, I'm quite excited about this. I'm quite excited about this army. Uh, but again, I think it like because of the simplicity. Like I talked about, the design is poor in Age of Sigmar three and battle tomes that I've seen so far. Uh, because they they really structurally push you to only like positive war scrolls. Like, and what I mean by that is, is if your war scroll is like in Age of Sigmar three, if your war scroll was cheaper. Um, or like more points efficient than it should be, like where it was costed. Obviously, it was something that you took, but that wasn't one of the only things. Really, it was about overlapping buffs as well, allegiance abilities and other stuff that really like pushed some. So the the maybe the the most points efficient example probably would be eels for a long time, um, because their war scroll was just good in of itself, and the allegiance abilities didn't really matter. Um, and I think maybe the th the where allegiance abilities really make sense is when you look at um, and then overlapping buffs is where you look at skink clouds or skink hordes as we saw them previously because they were obviously super good in fangs of sotek but also the overlapping buffs in addition really to pick them up quite aggressively um whereas now age of sigmar 3 battle tomes uh, the allegiance abilities do very little really to like um make you move outside of whatever's going to be the most efficient war scroll or even just good war scroll because it has rules versus no war rules in my opinion a statement of fact as opinion not an actual fact uh, but that's what i think so far any of you two disagree with that at the moment nathan got any thoughts uh i think most of the stuff in the book is usable but obviously there's just something that's really obvious uh that's really easy to play and good i think everything is pointed quite quite aggressively you could say like like everything is pretty cheap for what it does if you compare it to other books so uh the on the cool boys side so i think yeah the cool boys people should be pretty happy uh there's obvious like uh, obviously the shooting list is just head and shoulders above everything else at the moment because because shooting is is bringing a gun to a knife fight so yeah. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about why we think maybe that's the situation, right? So, uh, Cruel Boys battle traits. Um, there are three sub factions: Grinning Blades, Big Yellers, and Skullbugs. Uh, that'll probably be the last time I ever say Skullbugs. Um, but there are Grinning Blades and Big Yellers. Uh, they've got a venom, venom encrusted weapons, or is its known view? Uh, have you seen people calling it view? V E W. I'm going to use my view. Have you heard that yet? No, you haven't. What? You haven't. You, you no. haven't seen that. You haven't seen <laughs> yeah. that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, if the unmodified hit roll for an attack made by a cruel boy's uruk this is important yeah not its mount is a six the attack causes a number of mortal wounds equal to the targets we uh, to the weapon damage characteristic of that attack sequence and then the attack sequence ends right there are ways to buff this in a couple of different ways which yeah. we'll talk about in a moment uh, we'll talk about when we get to them uh, but yeah the uh, venom encrusted weapons or a view uh, but apparently no one's enjoying that. Um... <laughs> Are you trying to get that? <laughs> no, to I just, I just, just trying to spice it up a bit, James. Just trying to spice it up. I understand that when uh, I deliver like the not as exciting news, I'll be like, hey, the game's just going to become about efficient war scrolls uh, that you can just spam even more so than any other edition of the game. People are like, Rob, fuck off, man. Like, can I not just have a good time? Like, you can have a good time. Take what you like. It's not my fault that that's the conclusion I've drawn um like anyway so that's brilliant right because uh it's okay 
like you've got some units it's going to work really well on. It's good. Um, and then, but it is random, right? It's a bit like the Night Haunt charge. You're like fun when you get it, but when you don't get it, meh. They, yeah, and you need units with a load of or dice big then. attacks for really exciting, like, like you know, happy moments where you're like, oh, 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 this is going to be so good if I roll a six. Uh, Nathan, what are you saying? Yeah, I like it. I think it's pretty good. I think it's quite a powerful ability, especially as you can, obviously, you can buff that roll and you can buff the number of wounds that they do. So, yeah. And there's a couple of monsters that get it on the mounts as well. Okay, so, yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, right, so Cruel Boys are war. Once per battle in the combat phase, you can pick a friendly Cruel Boys general to fight. You can say they are calling Cruel Boys war, and if you do so, you pick two other friendly Cruel Boys units, wholly within 18 inches of that general that have not yet fought in the combat phase. That general and the units you pick to fight, one after the other, in the order of your choice. So you get a bit of an always strikes first once per battle across your army. Um, uh, Nath, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not particularly overpowered, but it's for it's once per battle. So uh, yeah, you're gonna have one combat phase where you're gonna want to really push it home, and um, so then yeah, using that rule. But otherwise. I mean, they're not really that much. Uh, we've said already mentioned they're quite a good shooting army, so you're unlikely to be worried too much about that, to be honest. Okay. In yeah. my opinion. Uh, that's. No, but if if you do decide to go with um, a combaty type army, because there's some interesting monsters, you could you could do that. And yeah, it's not going to be top competitive, but. It's gonna be you're gonna have fun. What is cruel boys what? Yeah, because that's been pointed yeah. out in the chat. You could also use it defensively if you wanted to, as you're charged, um, to 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 activate yeah. before your opponents, which I think is fun. Uh, you're gonna need those units to fight that are gonna be good. Uh, uh yeah, you can't. You your opponent will when still you, fight once first. Once about in the combat phase, when you pick a friendly cruel boys general to fight, you can say that they are called. So it's when you pick your general to fight. So if they charge you, they'll obviously have. But then first you can activation. have three after that. Then you then you can. But if they kill response. your one general, then you can but, use yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, okay, so yeah, I don't think that's bad at all. If you wanted to build yourself a fighting force, um, and having that in your back pocket is quite nice. Dirty tricks. Uh, so after players have received that, this is phenomenal after players have received their starting command points and i mean it's interesting and fun not necessarily super strong um because i need to make sure i differentiate for people now what i mean fun is what i'm looking for strength i could already tell you what that is we can smooth brain strength uh after players have received the starting command points before the first start of the first turn you can pick one of the following dirty tricks to employ during battle uh, now you've got noisy racket. Subtract one from wound rolls for attacks made by enemy units in the first battle round. Uh, then you've got lethal surprise. Roll three dice for each four plus. You can pick one different terrain feature or different objective that is not wholly within the enemy territory. Secretly note it down. The first time an enemy unit finishes a move within an inch of that terrain feature or objective, roll a dice. On a two plus, the unit suffers d6 mortal wounds. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so that's a uh, lethal surprise. And then you've got um, 
uh, <laughs> so many like <laughs> roll three dice on a four plus, then on a two plus. If they get near, roll a d6. One mortal wound. Thanks. I'll uh, I, like I don't care. Is um, I I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. And then disappear and act. Roll three dice for each four plus. You can pick one different enemy unit on the battlefield that has not been reinforced. Then roll a dice for each unit you picked. If the roll is greater than the unit's wounds characteristic, your opponent must remove that unit from the battlefield and set it up as a reserve unit. At the end of your opponent's first movement phase, they must set that up unit holding the battlefield within their territory, more than nine inches away from all enemy units. This dirty trick cannot be picked if the battle plan has no reserve rules. Uh, and then you've got covered in mud. Roll three dice for each four plus. Pick one friendly unit that is not a hero or a monster. While that unit is in cover, it is not visible to enemy units. Oh, hiding. Hiding. Okay, so which one jumps out at you, Twitch chat? Nathan, James, which one jumps out at you first? Which do you like? Uh, I, the one where you can force your opponent to put something in reserve. I guess if someone's got like a block of 30 sentinels, you can be like... Oh, no, like, that's, that's reinforced. Uh, you can't, yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Oh, that's poo. Okay, that's less good because I wasn't thinking that straight. I, I'm going to go with Covered in Mud just because it makes me laugh. Okay, that's fair. Nathan, what about you? Yeah. I think they're all all got play. Um, but I would say the, the last two are the most interesting. If you've got a chance of getting uh, into your enemy uh, with a disappearing act, you could take off it. Because normally screens are min min size units so you can normally take a screen off so off and it so it happens after yep. deployment so you can just take somebody's screen off and so if you've got something like uh, a vulture or something that's that can get into them first turn uh that's that's fun uh but uh, the oh, the covered in mud is great uh, for a shooting army if you can hide your shooters so that they can't shoot your shooters, but you can carry on shooting. That's great. I mean, work uh, you're probably only only looking at getting one unit covered in mud, possibly two. If you're really good at rolling four ups, then you're going to get the three. But yeah, I I really like these dirty tricks. I think they they're quite a fun little rule, but they're also impactful on the game. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that. I think uh, I think that you've got lots of options, which is quite nice, and it happens after you finish deploying, but before the first turn is chosen. So depending on how many drops you are, um, you can really set this uh, set this up in a way that works quite nicely for you, um, uh, which I think is good. Uh, the covered in mud is good, obviously. Uh, is oh uh, yeah, it's after you know who's taking the turn as well though, because it's after command points. Oh, yeah. is it? So you'll know. Yeah, yeah. So it's before the start of the turn, but after the command points. Oh no, but that does that allocated. happens. But so, that, oh no, yeah, you're right because that would happen before when you know who goes yeah. first. Okay, yeah, good point, good point. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, it's, yeah, it's proper flexible rule, and you've got quite a good few um, little choice of uh, things that you can do to your opponent, or do you, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I like it. I think covered in mud is probably well, the best unless you're playing sentinels because they just ignore line of sight, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. So yeah, like, but it will work against maybe Marathi and the Bow Snakes. And again, you're only going to hide the one unit, like you say, statistically. Um, so like, you can you can hopefully guarantee one unit can be hidden, uh, which is quite nice. Um, yeah, like I mean, the lethal surprise doesn't bother me. The minus one to wound is quite nice. I don't I don't hate that. Um, I think that's quite fun uh, because that's guaranteed, and I know what's happening. Uh, during the first battle round so I think that that's a nice thing if I think someone's after me uh, but it's not bad it's I think it's I think what I like about it is it's loads of flavor it's got loads of fun in it yeah where you can be like you can say like we, you can put throw a cowl up and say I'm gonna do me dirty tricks you know you could have some spell cards you know you can uh do some little shenanigans. I mean, even Lethal Surprise, which I don't think is particularly good, is like a fun little thing to be like, I'm writing my Lethal Surprises down, Precious. I'd write them down on a bit of paper, and that's fun. Yeah. That's fun, man. I think if if you roll decent for that Lethal Surprise, it can be quite good, because it's terrain that's not wholly within enemy t- territory and um, objective. So that means it's on the borders you can trigger those. Uh, so you could, like if there's a piece of terrain next to one of those objectives you could, and you get them both, that's 2d6 mortal wounds could be uh, quite tasty into some units. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, like, I, I think they're all good. Okay, yeah, good. I, like yeah. I don't think they're particularly powerful, but like you say, venom-encrusted, venom-encrusted weapons yeah. is good. Um, so like you'll take that as an allegiance ability. That's not bad. Um, I don't think that's bad at all. Uh, right, so uh, the Cruel Boys command traits, we've got three, again, in our stripped-down battle tomes. Uh, slippery Scumbag, this general can retreat and charge in the same turn. Nice, big fan. Super Sneaky, yeah. if this general is on the battlefield at the start of the first battle round before determining who has the first turn, you can pick one friendly Cruel Boys unit and set up again anywhere on the battlefield that is more than nine inches from all enemy units, which is great. Uh, uh, and then you've got yep. Egomaniac. If this general is within three inches of another friendly unit, roll a dice before you allocate a wound or a mortal wound to this general, or instead of making a ward roll for this general on a four plus, pick one other friendly unit within three inches of this general. That wound is allocated to that unit instead and cannot be negated. So you have um, a four up ward basically on your on your general. Um, which I think is quite a nice little thing, which obviously if you wanted to do that and you wanted to do an Amulet Destiny guy, you could make two pretty tanky characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ego, Ego Maniac's quite good if you've got a general that's just sitting there mm-hmm. being a buff piece and then can just get one of those cheap Hobgob units, Hob, Hobgoblin units that are just like 85 points. And basically he's got load of extra wounds yeah that one's good i quite like the super sneaky one if you could build like because you could could just go all out and do some like you could just go for a big alpha unit or you could just go for a big fighter unit that you've like double reinforced you just go pretty wild with that um and then also retreat and charge is run what i like about all three oh go on after you nathan sorry the yeah sorry the super sneaky one so that's before so it's at the start of the first battle round before determining who has the first turn so it means if you're getting the first turn, you know you're getting the first turn, you can deploy at nine away, then in your turn you can still move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so there are some of the monsters are pretty slow. So you could put a, a, a slow monster that only moves five inches or something, and then he's first turn he's four inches away from something. Nathan, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking a bit of a fucking trog boss, aren't you? That's what you're thinking. My brute trog. 
Yeah, I know, I know, I know what you said. Your Shugo also points out that it triggers Something before like that, Mr. Lawseeker, um, which I think is good. Um, you can't combo Egomania, uh, maniac, yeah. Egomaniac, sorry, with the Amulet of Destiny. But what you can do is you can have one character with Egomaniac and the Ego and the Amulet of Destiny on someone else, so you can have two survivable characters. Is yeah. kind of the point. Uh, guy, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, can you do that on a rogue idol? He's got the cruel boys keyword. I'm pretty certain. Yeah, rogue idol's got the rogue... James. Maybe you could check for us on the app while we continue. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too many clicks. He definitely clicks does. Away. I just thought you'd just double check if you wanted to. So you could just you could wow. yeah, so fine. you could do a rogue yeah. idol, um, uh, but it isn't an uruk. Uh, one friendly oh. cruel boys unit. It only has to be one friendly cruel boys unit. Is all it has to be. Yep. It cruel boys, iron jaws, bone splitters. Uh, it is a unit size mm -hmm. of one. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't have thanks, two of them. Thanks. But that's correct. The idol, the idol doesn't get view. <laughs> the idol, the rogue idol doesn't get venom encrusted weapons or view for short. I know. It's not an Uruk. It's only the Uruks that get it. But, again... What about the uh, mounts? What though? about the mounts? Uh, no. They get it. No. Unless there's two mounts okay. that do. All right. Uh, so, right. But my point is, is all three make your whole army play differently. Run and Charge is great. Super Sneaky is great. And Ego Maniac is great. So, three great command traits uh, there. So... Really good, really good. Much happier than reading six terrible ones, but much better than reading the Stormcast ones where they were like, I guess I'll take minus one to wound on monsters because what the fuck else would I do? Um, right, so then the Cruel Boy Artifacts of Power. You've got I Biter Ash. Uh, once per battle at the start of the combat phase, you can say that the bearer will hurl the I Biter Ash at a foe. If you do so, you pick one enemy unit within three inches of the bearer and roll a dice. On a one to two, nothing happens. On a three to four, subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by that unit for the rest of that phase. And on a five, you subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by that unit for the rest of the battle. Um, it's pretty good. You just like spit in someone's eye. I'm happy with that. No? James? Yeah. yeah. Spitting on people well, is rude, not, I think. You don't spit on them. It's ash. You throw ash at them. It's like... Okay. Yeah. Might it's like the bad guy ash. in any kind of 80s team, like, when they're about to do the fisticuffs fight and then they kick the dirt in their eye. Yeah. Bit of that. And then someone that's technically the good guy cheats and does a crane kick. And You've wins with it. an illegal You've move. Got it. Someone pointed out like. to me, uh, and I, I thought about it a lot. You know the Karate Kid, right, Nathan? You've seen. You must yeah. have seen the Karate Kid. Okay. Yeah, I've seen seen a couple okay, of. Okay, so Karate Kid one, right? Like, yeah. picture it. Yeah, uh, Danny Russo is just about to fight whatever the other guy's name is. Right. This is just like Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. This is just like a high school karate championship, right? Likely. Zero people in the incredibly packed auditorium, yeah, know who either of these two children are. Like, it's deeply unlikely. We see most of uh, Danny Russo's life, right? Like, he's like, he's got Mr. Miyagi as a mate. There's that girl. That's about it. He doesn't, like, have a lot of friends. And now, all of a sudden, there's this auditorium full of adults who have jobs. They're like us. I know it's the 80s, and, like, they didn't really have to work to buy houses still, I don't think, at that point. But, like, my point is... Why were they so invested in that match? 
Like if you even if you've been to a normal karate championship, modern day, no one cares. The Olympics, there's like thirty people in the crowd. They're like, yay, yeah. Do you know why? <laughs> no internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all it was. What else did you do for fun back then? <laughs> Are you telling me? Like on a Friday night, a couple were like, "What do you want to do at the weekend, love?" She's like. Do you fancy going to a karate championship tomorrow? Just like watching for the whole day. Is this what you're telling me? Watch a couple of kids beat each other up. Yeah, that's all they'd seen a poster for that week. They'd walk down the road. They'd been like, oh, there's a cinema on. Oh, but I have to phone, like physically get a landline. Oh, no, I won't bother with that. And then they're like, oh, we could go and get tickets, but there might not be tickets. And there's no way to check. Oh, we'll go to that karate championship. because Who's advertising the karate championship? Everyone went. Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, fine. Uh, Anyway, just thought I'd bring that up because it's uh, when you rewatch it, you think, huh, they're very invested in this. This is not what I was expecting. Um, Okay, right. Mork's eye pebble once per battle. At the start of the enemy shooting phase, you can say the bearer will rub their Mork's eye pebble. If you do so, the bearer and all friendly units wholly within 12 inches of the bearer have a ward save of five plus until the start of the next phase, uh, which is pretty good. Um, all friendly units have a five-up ward until the next phase. How do you guys feel about that one? It's once per battle. It's strong, though. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, actually. Um, especially, there's quite a few armies that can reach you first turn. So, yeah, you've got, got something to withstand. Well not withstand, but help you survive an alpha strike there a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I think, or, or if, like, if realistically, if you got, I don't know, if, if you got someone that wanted to alpha strike you, that first turn ability to just be like, cool, let's minimize the damage, and then he'll be in my bubble. Yeah. That's useful. Then I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I can keep <laughs> my screens alive, or you pop it and you're like, they're, what they're trying to do is kill that screen, charge through that screen, let's go. Let's just keep as much as I can alive. The suggestion in the chat is uh, that if you rub it too much, you'll go blind. But you can only rub it once per battle. So I think that's uh, pretty interesting and telling. And it's only in, yeah, no. there's and not it's too only many in the times. shooting phase. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you only rub it once per game. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. once per yeah. game. That's no, the that's amount fine. of times you should ever have rubbed it, yeah. even in AOS 2, just so in case like... was worried. Five game tournaments. That's five rubs. Five times that's a total weekend. of five rubs. Yeah. That's, five why, rubs. that's why uh, Rob always fights for six game tournaments. <laughs> that's like, that's six rubs. <laughs> Just uh, needed six, rubs is, rub. six rubs is too much, uh, is all I'm going to say. Uh, thanks to Kasmin in the chat, by the way. Excited to see you at Blood Tithe. Loads of love for being here. One of our few lady viewers. Uh, so, um, anyway. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> There's a... As an artifact, <laughs> yeah. Does it is it better than a arcane amulet thing or the no, toad? No, I mean the chat's pointed out. We're going through the motions, right? Like anything that's once per battle is probably useless compared to arcane tome or an amulet of destiny. Basically, and Colonel Cabbage, I don't think he's in the chat right now, but Colonel Cabbage is writing an article which I've just read today uh, on how effective the amulet of destiny is. I think maths-wise, it gives you thirty-three percent more wounds, but technically, it gives you it gives you fifty percent more wounds or something along those lines. Like you have to. I don't understand why amulet of destiny isn't in every list, like effectively unless you like really need the utility of the arcane tome 
But ultimately, these these allegiance things have to compete with those core ones, and and those core ones aren't going away because that's the main rule book, right? Um, so anyway, yeah. uh, hey Darren, big love to you. Uh, so Beast Killer Slop is the next one. So once per battle at the start of the combat phase, you can pick one enemy monster within three inches of the bearer and roll a dice. On a one, nothing happens. On a two to five, that monster suffers D6 mortal wounds. But on a six, 2D6 mortal wounds, uh, which is fine. But at the start of the combat phase, you're within three inches. So it's an opportunity to do D 2D6 mortal wounds on six, but more on average, you're going to do D6 mortal wounds, which will be three mortal wounds. Is that the same as giving your character a five up war uh, five up ward probably not right like is the point yeah um but it would be fun that one time you did 2d6 more agreed agreed flavor you're correct mm. yeah yeah i think i think i feel like that's one we'll see because there will be someone that's like i just want to blow something and up. i hope to do it right yes yeah, and and it, like I, it'd be fun, right, to just like have that game where you're like, right, I'm gonna play a five game weekend tournament. I'm taking this like artifact that everyone said is kind of trash, and I'm just gonna in every game get this person in this position to try and do two oh, d six more. Okay, yeah. Uh, so then you got spiker seeds. Once per battle, after the enemy unit finishes um, uh, a charge move within six inches of the barrel, you can say the barrel will throw their spiker seeds. If you do so, you roll a dice for each model in that enemy unit for each five plus the enemy suffers mortal wound uh so uh you basically can like uh, spike a horde uh with some mortal wounds but there are no hordes in the game anyway so it doesn't really matter uh and again it's once per battle on a character so mm. it's it's whatever like they're they're kind of interesting but they're not like super exciting is what i'm gonna say um okay yep. so mount traits uh, we'll talk about this in a bit. So you've got Choose Your Ride. Uh, so this is any Uruk Warclan's hero can take these mount traits. You've got Toughen, monster only. Uh, use this model. Uh, unless this model has a number of wounds allocated to it that exceeds half its wounds characteristic, use the top row of its damage table, regardless of wounds it suffered. It's not bad if you want something to be like uh, extra fighting. Um, there's Strong a, lad. It's like they forgot yeah. about the command ability that you get in the Realm of Gur to fight the top bracket, but this, I guess, means you don't have to think about it at all. It also means that when we leave Gert, that's true. you can that's still true. do it. When we leave Gert. James, where would you like to go to next? Twitch chat, where do you want to go next? Um, Why? Shadow. Because uh, I want, I want, a, I want a, a Age of Sigmar like next season yeah. or whatever we're calling it to be like only people with three inches are ever in range. Okay. Ah, oh, you want to turn off shoot shooting? <laughs> no, no, no. Shooting. You can shoot in. Oh. You can shoot in combat if you're in combat. Yeah. yeah, only shoot people in the face. Rule: It's really dark in here. Done. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Right. So then you've got faster once per battle in your hero phase. This model can make a normal move. Uh, once per battle in your hero phase, which is pretty phenomenal. Faster. That one's. Yeah. Very yeah, fucking that's good. Good. That one. That one combo is quite nicely with that. That one where you uh, can deep strike, because yeah, so then you can get two units up there. Or you can get your you your fast hero, and then or you deep put a strike. good unit up, and then you can put mm. your buff piece closer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that it's, too. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Like it's really, really good. Um, so this is really good. Uh, I mean, obviously you get this for free if you're a dragon, uh, but this is good for for these boys basically. 
for mere, mortals, mere destruction mere players. Uh, Meenan, uh, when you carry out a stomp monstrous rampage, this is on monsters only, uh, with this model, it, you do D6 mortal wounds instead of D3. Uh, and this isn't once per battle, which I think is quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite nice. That combo is quite nicely on to the more crushers as well with their extra extra thing they they get to the stomp. So, yeah, they can get quite damagey. Yeah, with, with the stomp. Yeah, I agree. I think that one's very cool on those. Uh, Loudon, uh, when you carry out a raw monstrous rampage with this model, pick all enemy units within three inches of this model instead of one. Do, do, do. So you can do raw on more than one unit within three inches, which, again, works really well on something with a really big base size like a Maw Crusher, um, uh, I would say. Uh, Weirdon, this model has a ward save yeah. of four plus against mortal wounds caused by spells and the abilities of endless spells, which isn't bad. Not quite the same as a four up ignore spells. Yeah, so you can still be affected, uh, no, uh, and the abilities, but you still get affected by, like, if it's uh, shackles, you still can't charge that sort of thing. You can't. The ward save doesn't work against that. Yeah, it so, doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, where's the old mean? I'm uh, weird and you could ignore it. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's not as strong as it was. So it's useful, but there's Way other better. things that are better. Uh, and then Smellion, subtract one from hit rolls to attack made by melee weapons to target this model if it has not made a charge move in the same turn. So if you get attacked. But again, they all, like, I mean, they're all good. Uh, i got to say that I think Fasten feels really good yeah. and Meenan feels really good as well, ultimately. Um, uh, because you're going to yeah. want to do extra damage uh, or you're going to just want to be able to be somewhere else. I mean, mean Fasten gives you some great options to deploy. Like, if you're having quite a high drop army, you could uh, they give you the first turn. They still have to think about the fact that you get a pre-game... Well, you get a hero phase move, right? Like, And so you can just deploy yeah. super deep and then just then you can be like, cool, I can still be aggro turn one, even if you, like, you know, they outdrop you, they give you the turn, they're like, ah, oh, you've deployed too deep and off you go, right? Um, so yeah. anyway, uh, some good options in here, which I think is quite nice. Some very good, like, mount trait options. Again, different to the Stormcast in that you've got some, some nice-ish options. And I like Fasten because of the utility. I think that's really good. And again, it gives you some nice list-building options, uh, in the end. Uh, right, Spell Law. Uh, so the Law of the Swamp, or as mm. I call it, Date Night. Uh, right, so that's what, well, that's what I call it. But is there any Why? point in reading it? Because on your swamp callers, just going to be doing their <laughs> other thing that they do, not casting spells. <laughs> yes. And for people who don't know what Nathan's talking about, the swamp caller has to give up any spell casting to be able to cast a spell from the lore of the swamp. Uh, and then what they do is they make you do mortal wounds on fives to hit as opposed to sixes. Uh, and that's pretty strong, ultimately. You probably will do that, I guess, every turn. Yeah, exactly. So it's just not good. I mean, you're probably going to have two swamp callers in your list anyway, but they're not going to cast spells. They're just going to be feeding dudes medicine. <laughs> Take, Take your, your medicine, medicine. Blood, Every <laughs> Drink your cowpaws, uh, yeah. son. Like says in the chat, we do got the burbs, though. So maybe the burbs could take them. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, anyway, so then uh, the Black Pit. I'll read them out anyway, right? Because you might take one, take one right? Uh, so yeah, the Black yeah, Pit yeah. is a spell that has a cast yeah, value yeah. of 7 and a range of 12 inches. If successfully cast pit one enemy unit within range and visible to the caster, roll a dice for each one of that unit for 6 for each of that. Uh, and roll each 6. Uh, 
for each six, sorry, for each other role that is equal to or greater than the unit's save characteristic, that unit suffers one mortal wound, uh, basically. So not too bad. Ratadron, thank you very much for resubscribing. Um, not terrible, ultimately, um, uh. Uh, but not great either. It's fine, I would say. Yeah, everything seems to have a decent um, armor save these days, so it'll work against a lot of armies, but uh, it's fairly short range, although the boards are smaller and you're gonna, you know where everybody's going to be, sort of where the objectives are, but yeah, you're probably more likely to be giving yeah, your lads Yeah, and medicine. also it's, ca it's within 12 inches. So, on uh, things like Annihilators, there'll be a unit of three. So you'll you'll roll three dice and three up. So like you'll do two mortal wounds on that unit. Like it's not like great. Like unless for some reason we end up with forty dudes with a two up armor save, and then like you can talk to me. Or I guess forty dudes on a four up armor save would be okay because then I'll be like fine. Like then I'm doing twenty mortal wounds and I'm happy yeah. with that if they get within twelve inches. But I guess you've got spell portal. It'll do, and it's cast on a seven. You don't have many bonuses to cast. So uh, choking mist. Uh, is cast on a 7 again and range of 24 inches. If, if successfully cast, you pick a point on the battlefield within range and visible to the caster. All units within 6 inches of that point are affected by choking mist until the start of your next hero phase. While this unit is affected by choking mist, you subtract 1 from attacks characteristic of melee weapons used by it to a minimum of 1 and it cannot run, which is genuinely pretty good. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, it is good. Uh, it affects your own units as well as theirs, unfortunately. Because if if you're going to reduce the attacks of a melee unit, then you're probably expecting to be fighting it. So uh, you don't want to get within six of that point. So you're going to have to be very careful where you plonk your plonk the thing of that to keep your unit out of range of it, but still be able to engage them and have them at minus one attack. So it's it's quite a difficult one to use. Uh, and then, unless you just want to stop them running, I guess, then it's fine. Forget about the attacks thing and just try and stop Making people, people running, stop running is, is is really nice, like in the right situation. Like, genuinely very mm. good. Uh, and like, yeah. go on. Yeah, it's good range as well. And also, so, quite yeah. excitingly, you could do a really cool, like, we could talk to James and we could get... Um, James, how difficult would it be to make objective markers that are missed that are six inches in diameter? <laughs> I'll just I'll just get some, like, not, like, dirty varnish and it's perfect. the ones we've yeah, that's Yeah, just do that for me. That would be really lush. Thank you. Um, I, think this is, I think this is a good spell. I think this is a good spell. It's cast on seven. It's got good range, though. Um, and again, it affects your opponent, so I think it's nice. Uh, I'm a fan of it. Sneaky Miasma. Well, yeah, no, I know, well. I know. Sorry, I mean, like, it gives you some, like, long-range yeah, yeah, utility, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sneaky Miasma is cast on a six and a range of 18 inches. If successfully cast, you pick one friendly Crawlboy's monster within range and visible to the caster. That monster can make a normal move, which is amazing. Like, because you have another normal move in your little arsenal of, like... I'm redeploying a unit. I've normal moved a monster. Uh, now I'm with my um, uh, mount train. Now I'm normal moving another monster like across the board. Like You can really push a lot of monsters your opponent early. When they get there, they're not going to do tons. But like you, know, like you can do that, which is quite exciting. Um, and you've got some like fun stuff you could do. Yeah. I like that, right? Oh, well, you, you can cast it on the monster that's moved 
using the other thing. And then now it's moving twice in the error phase, going yeah, all over the show. You could also do that if you wanted to. I don't know what, why you would need that much movement, to be honest. <laughs> why <I don't... laughs> well, some of them are quite slow. Quite slow, James. We haven't quite... We haven't quite... Nice. Go on. Uh, oh, wait, it's not a monster anyway, no. so you can't use it on that. You can't use it on the Maya. Uh, so you can only use it on the sludge thing, yeah. the jiggy and the vulture. Yeah. Sorry, dude. All right. Fair enough. Uh, sludge thing. Yeah, yeah. You can make the sludge well, go but... faster. That's important. Yeah. Uh, and also the rogue idol. Good yeah. point. So now we've got two rogue idols. One who we've oh, redeployed. Yeah. yeah. One who we've moved twice. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, right, Nasty Hex uh, is a spell that has a casting value of 7 and a range of 12 inches. Is it, James, Just could you just check for me quickly? Rogue Idol available to buy off the Forgeral website while we're just reading this out. Um, that would be really good. Nasty yeah. Hex is a spell of casting, uh, is a casting value of 7 and a range of 12 inches. Pick an enemy unit uh, within range of visible to the cast until the end of the turn. Ward rolls kind of were made for models in that unit. Pretty, pretty good. Um, so you could have... Uh, a good old spell portal if you wanted to, and you could just turn ward saves off on enemy units, which is a nice first turn, like, oh, your Mega Gargant's got an Amulet of Destiny, hey? Wouldn't it be bad if you got a Nasty Hex? You could just sing a song, like, a Nasty Hex, you, <laughs> you little bitch. That, that's not the lyrics. I don't know. I'm not a songwriter. Someone else do the song, please. Uh, James, can you buy uh, Rogue Idol right now? He is yes. in stock. Excited. Uh, that's exciting. Oh, nice. And currently Fuck. £72. Okay. Uh, this is an amazing spell, right? Mm. Do you not like this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The prob- yeah, they're all they are. Uh, No, Nasty Hex is... Yeah, no, seven. sorry. Masma, Masma's six. a six. Uh, there's a six on the Miasma. Yeah. So quite hard to cast because they don't get pluses to cast. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think, I think you're still going to be just giving your lads medicine, really, and casting all of those. But it's nice to have one of those on, in the back pocket, as you say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and actually, the the choking mist one would be quite interesting with some of the battle tactics, stopping people. Yeah, running. but if you're stopping like, someone ruining, they can just choose a different battle tactic, right? Like. Yeah, but then you just keep following them around with their choking muscles. I just, I just want to run! I just want to run three monsters! Uh, it'd be good to do that to Mega Gargant's turn no, no, one. No. If you did that to Mega Gargant, play. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Because they have to run onto an objective first. Well, turn, no, they, don't, they? they don't have to run onto an yeah, objective. Just they just want to run. Like, that's their first thing that they do. So, yeah, you could break a Mega Gargant player's brain by casting Choking Mist turn one. They'll be like, what do I do with myself they'll be very confused uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for your once once per battle rub. Uh, nasty hex is obviously really good though uh, turning off wards and and be good in the right situations i think um uh, so yeah. anyway yeah. uh right okay let's talk well, it's quite good because they're all situational and to be honest most of the time you're going to be using the other ability but it's so if it's situational, it's good to have it in your back pocket, really. So it's not something you're going to be relying on, but it's there when 
when that situation arises. Yeah, but you're going to have to arises. put it into your into your list, right? So like you don't you don't have like a lawmaster who like oh mm. and is the is the voice of lawmaster? No, I don't think you have. A, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so if you yeah, do yeah, take yeah, him, is. then you do have you do have the options, which is quite nice. Um, it's whether or not you're going to mm. take him. I think is yeah. the real question. All right, so the Cruel Boys War Clans. There are two, uh, Grinning Blades and Big Yellers. Um, uh, so there is also Skullbugs, but. Shilly loves them. I don't. Uh, so you've got Grinning Blades, uh, which is during the first battle round, friendly Grinning Blades units are not visible to enemy models that are more than 12 inches away from them. Now, obviously, that's great um, uh, if we pretend Sentinels don't exist, but obviously they exist, uh, so it's not as useful. Um, but it's really good because like, a lot of spells can't target you as well. Uh, which is which like you yeah. don't tend to yeah. think like visibility we always think about shooting but actually it affects like spells quite a lot which i think is really really nice um so i think grinning blades has got some real play if you wanted to develop a more melee army um especially as we just talked about if you want like i don't know i like it i think it's not obviously big yellows is where you kind of build your list in your head but i actually think grinning blades you could build yourself some play if you wanted to take a bunch of like actual lads and do some fighting um, and I think that's a nice one, right? During the first battle round, it means you also change up what your your uh, sneaky tactics going to be, because there's no point being minus one to wound where no one can fucking see you. Um, so I like this. I think <laughs> uh, they also can't unbind when they can't see you too. Thanks, Diadrin. Um But a melee army of what? Yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yes, you make good points. Uh, about it being war soul war scroll uh bonanza but like yeah you could build a fighty army ish not great but not awful basically is what i'm saying well yeah it's also good for a shooting army because you don't get shot by your opponent's first turn make them have to give them first turn and say well you can't unless you've got sentinels me. you can walk around. yeah 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 unless you're sentinels and, uh, they can shoot everything. They can, James. Yeah. It's really disappointing, if I'm honest. <laughs> really... It's all right. Them dragons, <laughs> dragons will sort them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see him do yeah. that many wounds. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you can't shoot the general of the dragons because he's got mirror shield, so you can't, like, he just can't be shot. Like, he can't be targeted uh, outside of nine inches, which is fucking great. What it's a so lovely good. young man he so is. Oh. James, you and can he's got get dragons. Because I want you to. I want us all. To... Yeah, yeah, I reckon we I should all do the army. Dragons. We should just all do it and go to an event. Buy Nathan one, fucking dry brush it. Just like, there you go, Nathan. Just push them forward, babe. I can't wait to go to an event, turn up, and look at all the people now playing Stormcast again and be like, oh, oh it's just dragons on every table. James, they won't do that. <laughs> I don't know if you've read any of the Games Workshop, the design philosophy, but one of the things that they say a lot is that like, people won't do things like that. That isn't how people will build armies. It would be ridiculous. That's not what okay. people do. Uh, Shilly agrees with this point, I think, as I understand it. So, uh, Grinning Blades, big thumb. Uh, I actually think it's not terrible. Ignoring Sentinels, um, like I guess it's a pretty big one to ignore, but I'll ignore it for the now, just to make us all feel better, um, uh, is not bad. I guess, in the right situation. It kind of doesn't work well with the fact that we can redeploy so much stuff forward, if that makes sense. Um, Marauders Mark, thanks for following, and good luck at the weekend. Like, um, it, it, 
you know what I mean? Like, we've got the ability to, like, move a monster forward, spell a monster forward, redeploy a unit, and yeah. we're like, yes! And you're like... It's it's good the in the reverse, though. So, like, if you know you can give them first turn, you minimise the amount of damage you're going to receive from everything, then in your turn, throw everything forward yeah, at them. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't key in with that. So you would build a different army, and some of the strengths of the book seem to be pushing you to do things like that. So then, it uh, doesn't matter, let's just talk, Big Yellers. Add three inches to the range characteristic of missile weapons used by friendly Big Yellers or units. In addition, in the first battle round, after each time a friendly Big Yellers or unit shoots, you can reroll one of the hit rolls for one of the attacks made by that unit. So, three inch range to the missile weapons of the army, and um, uh, you get to reroll one attack. Uh, which is quite nice. Also, just nine, uh, nine of the big yellow uh, bolt boys. We deploy them at the start, and then they don't move. Then they shoot twice, which is pretty nice. Like if you want yeah. to do that, that's fun. Uh, but then they get charged and they die because they're like bravery fucking four or something. Do you know the Hobgrot banner? We can talk about it in a minute. Is reroll battle shock tests for what fucking purpose? They start at <laughs> bravery four, like, like. What is that banner's <laughs> purpose? They're bravery four. They're like, yeah, they're gonna need to reroll those battle shot tests. They're gonna die. It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm trying to be less emotional on the live streams because I don't think people appreciate it. So, it doesn't matter. So, big yellers seems good. James, what do you think about big yellers? Nathan, what do you think about big yellers? I, I think in a book where we know there's lots of scary shooting units, it's a it's a good Correct. little run. It's yeah, it's the uh, one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nathan, what do you think? Yeah, uh, it's the okay, the obvious All right. one, and yeah, because it it makes also doesn't it? Yeah, it makes them battle line as well, doesn't it? So if you look at the the profiles, it makes your bolt boys battle line, makes your guns better, makes your guns better, and makes your guns battle line. So it's just like. Uh, the obvious the obvious way to play Thank the game you. with these lines. This is what I was trying to say, right? This is what I've been trying to say about the Stormcast and what I was saying about this. When you don't have anything that overlaps before you get to this stage, a gamer of any level just says that you take that. And as soon as you... Like, you can try and be clever and do a Grinning Blades one, right? But you just do that. So the game becomes monosyllabic. And most importantly, the book is monosyllabic. The book's like, take... The book might as well say, you stupid cunt, take shooting units. Like, it might as well... As it, like, when you open it, like those birthday cards that played you a song. Yeah? It might as well have just done that. And you're like, yeah, cool. I reckon I'll... I reckon I'll take some shooting units. Yeah? Right? Like... <laughs> Pew <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, and also, if you ch- take skull bugs, then you're a fucking legend. You're a legend in all ways. Um, but I think if you're going to do the monster thing, then the skull bugs might Nathan, be the one. On a dice roll, it makes you minus one As to a... hit. Give a fuck. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Take the other ones. If you, I, I'm saying if you're taking the monster mash... Yeah, that's true. Bugs, no, you're you? right. If we're doing the monster mash, but why would but we could? But what? <laughs> Everybody's doing the monster. So you can play the song that I can't sing because John will shout at me again. Uh, anyway, but like you, you have to, you have to read like what the book is telling you to do. Like, and it's saying 
do this. Mm. So off we go to go do that. Right, let's go look at units, shall we? Um, uh, we could talk about battle tactics and uh, grand strategies, but there's no point talking about them because basically they're harder to achieve or they're slightly different to what you achieve uh, in um, the core battle tactics or allegiance uh, or grand strategies. So why would you... Like, you can take them or not take them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, like Nathan, I suggested last week maybe a tournament in a year's time that only you could only choose your battle tactics and grand strategies from your book first. What do you think about that? Uh, fair enough. But I mean, the ones that I've seen, particularly with the grand strategies are very skewed to a certain list. So it would force, it would really force you down a list path, wouldn't it? Um, and then some of the battle tactics, like I thought the Stormcast ones, the battle tactics in there were quite good. I've not really looked at these. Okay, ones. so so the Earth Warclans one, um, like it it gives it gives you gives you more uh, options, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, yeah. The Cruel Boys, what the Cruel? Go on, okay. Yeah, I think, I think, I think between the different books, I think the the battle, I think they're more um, unbalanced. I agree. Really, I agree. Yeah. So, so it would it would really make some armies a lot stronger and and other ones a lot weaker if you just went down that route. So far, from what we've seen, I think we've only seen four sets, and some of them have got different numbers of <laughs> ones have. as well. They have. They? That's my favorite so, bit. Yeah. That's my so, favorite yeah. bit is that they're not equal amounts. Um... No. Yeah. So it's just. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it would be a nice idea if they had done that and they were more balanced. But yeah, I it don't think uh, I don't think they're balanced enough. So I don't think. It would and it be would a polarize your army option. more, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree exactly. with that. Like the one for the cruel boys, as Nathan's like to to, to discuss what Nathan's talking about. Uh, if you're doing cruel boys, so uh, your general is the cruel boys keyword in and out lads. When the battle ends, you complete the strategy. If the general has not been slain and fewer than half your uh, of the units in your starting army have been destroyed, so like kind of okay for a shooting army, I guess. But like it's so random. You're like I can't control that at yeah. all. Like there's no way to build a list that does that, right? No, yeah, I think uh, I think the um, grand strategies you might as well just uh, ignore them totally, and then just keep an eye on the battle tactics because obviously it does give you more choice, and they're not. Some of them are not. Uh, some of them are stupid, but some of them are not that difficult. So, um, depending on what army you've got. Okay. So, all yeah. right, let's talk about the war scroll, shall we? Uh, so, the book so far. I'd, if you, if you two think I'm not saying this right, or the Twitch chat, if you don't agree with me, I'd love to hear what your thoughts. The book is telling us quite significantly to to do some shooting with the sub faction at least. Uh, the allegiance abilities say that we can do some mortal wounds, which is pretty nice, uh, and we can do some fun shenanigans, maybe with monsters moving and doing some alpha striking, which is quite fun. Um, and that seems to be kind of our, like, that seems to be what it's saying at the moment. It's saying monsters can do some movement, which is cool. Um, your attacks do mortal wounds, which is nice. Uh, and you can do some fun stuff with bolt boys. Okay. All right. That, that's what it seems to say to me anyway. Um, uh, breaker boss on my brute Trogoth is 180 points. First guy we're going to talk about. He's got 12 wounds with a, a save of four. Um, he is, uh, not a monster. 
So you can't, um, uh, you can give him a mount trait, I'm pretty certain, but you can't uh, use the monster spell to move him forward. But you can do the redeploy thing like Nathan talked about. He only moves five inches though, so you are going to want to find a way to make him move faster because that's fairly slow. Yeah. Uh, James, <laughs> you've clearly never played with dwarfs. That's lightning fast movement five. Um, um, that's just like the, like, he's got pretty big legs. He's chonky, but he's also carrying an orc, so that's going to slow him right down. I guess. I guess if that's the world we live in now. Uh, uh, I don't know. The legs look fairly strong. I'm sure you could carry that orc and them two big sticks he... he's got. He's probably just. Maybe he's just got really slow muscle <laughs> reactions. Maybe. Uh, I've had a question. Maybe Trog's Maybe, just not that good. But, let's, let, listen, don't... but then he does hit on three, so his muscles can't be that he's, slow. He's got some... Maybe he skipped leg day. He's just doing arm day. Do you know much about the difference between fast... We don't need to get into fast twitch and slow twitch muscles. It doesn't matter. Uh, Parker B. Slambo says, uh, As a new player, these things sound overall negative from a core design level. Does that spell bad things for the game in general? Parker B. Slambo, no. It's actually pretty good if you're a player that only plays a couple of games a month or a couple of games every couple of months, actually, because your list is easier to design. It's not overly complicated. You don't have to remember a load of stuff. That's actually hugely positive for people who operate that way, which is a large portion of the player base, I'm going to argue. Yeah, I think it's actually a large... Uh, like, what it does do, though, is it makes coverage and it makes kind of like the conversation about the meta a little bit more stale and a little bit more um, uh, polarized because you specifically only build X way. And because you only build X way, like, it becomes... But then I actually think that's quite fun, right? Like, chess is interesting because of the innovation on the tabletop. So if you know you're playing Cruel Boys, you know you're playing the Shooter Boys, for instance. Maybe you fight the monster version, I don't know. But, like, if you're playing Stormcast, you know you're playing the Dragons. So really, you've got to ask yourself, well, I know how they play, what moves can I make on the tabletop? Whether or not that pans out and you have moves against the Dragons, Nathan shaking his head, or you have woo... or you have moves against the foxes or you have moves (laughs) against Kairos and Archeon who knows right who knows Um, but this guy moved five inches motherfuckers so let's get into it this guy this guy's got moves Um, it's what we're saying yeah Uh this guy's Um, yeah uh, right, uh, thanks for the insight. No problem. So if you play very little or you're brand new, everything will seem new to you, so it doesn't matter um, uh, if that helps you out. Right, so he's got 12 wounds with a 4-up save. Uh, bravery 7, uh, just for that heroic recovery, never helping him. Uh, he's uh, dead brave. So he's got brave. 5 attacks in melee, 3 threes, no rend, and 2 damage. So this is the this is the, g- the dude on top, yeah? So this is the guy on top, which is actually quite nice because right. 5 opportunities to generate 2... She roll us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A six. Um, and then also uh, Ironbound Clubs. Uh, he's got four attacks, uh, but he can take D3 mortal wounds for an additional two attacks, taking up to six attacks, three threes, ren two, three damage, which is a pretty significant attack profile, but he doesn't get view, does he? No view for him. Uh, yeah, we're... These are Auric players. They're not going to say view <laughs> to anybody. So no... <laughs> <laughs> no poison weapons, no. But yeah, the <clears throat> but it's it's plus two attacks for each wound you take, so he could end up oh, with yes, an extra yes, six. Oh yes, yes, of course. Attacks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think 
yeah, and it's minus two rend, which is nice. Three damage. Really nice. Threes and threes. And, so and he's yeah, cheap. He's one hundred and eighty points, right? Like he's not bad. Yeah, he's... yeah. For for a for a hero as well. Uh, so yeah, he's he, so he he's got access to his best day ever and mm -hmm. all of that and a bit so, of healing yeah. so that four up save can become a three up save you can also get plus one to wound so yeah he can be on 10 attacks twos twos ren two damage three the issue is though like uh, and i guess the ren two is as good as mortal wound so it's a lot of output but we talked about this a lot uh, in age of sigma and if you are new uh like uh, parker b slompo in the chat um, uh, one of the things that we've said a lot in Age of Sigmar, well, we've said on this show a lot, uh, is that movement is probably one of the most important stats because you can be somewhere to do X. Now, the board is smaller and the objectives are closer to deployment, which is quite nice. Uh, so you can kind of get to where you want to go. Um, and I'm not even going to talk about 36-inch moving dragons because that seems like a stupid thing to do. Uh, or or translocating. <laughs> I, did, did we forget that translocation doesn't have a rule after it saying it can't move after? It doesn't matter. Um, you know, you've got Archeon that moves pretty fast. You've got Gulkings on Terrorgeist that move pretty fast. Marathi moves pretty fast. Like All these things move faster. So what that means is, again, if you're new, you can they move faster than you. So when they get to choose to strike you first, not all of the time, Double turns happen. Sometimes you're trading units. We talk about that on objectives. But move slow movement is mm. not good, basically. Um, and so, like, you could, I, I'd rather have, like, a medium level output that's pretty fast than I would have, like, a fucking dick kicker that's pretty slow. And Gotrek actually kind of proves this point a little bit. Like, um, so Gotrek, probably one of the most output units in the whole of Age of Sigmar, right? With his War Scroll. Like, much more, much more than the Breaker yep. Boss of My Boot Trogoth. But his movement four, there aren't many ways to make that any faster. And he does, competitively, looking at the stats, he just does okay. He's not really, like, the best. He's not, like... Yeah, he's easily yeah. avoidable. Because anything that's exactly, slow is... Exactly, right? And, like, and he isn't in mm. loads of, like, top-tier lists that are winning tournaments. Arguably, he actually reduces the effectiveness of some armies because they don't have the tools. Now, he still appears in some lists, but he doesn't win, appear in a lot of the winning lists. Anyway, so that would be my um, my main issue with the Breaker Boss and Marboot Trogoth, that he's slow. But I still think taking fucking six of them and just, like, just being a big bitch and slapping some people would be... <laughs> that, because, yeah, for the points, I, yeah... It's not that many more points than an Ale Guzzler Gargant, for instance. And I would love to have those stats on my Ale Guzzler. So, yeah, for his points, he's great. Yeah, I think, I, I, think, think. For, I think for his points. Yeah, po yeah, yeah. Point, his yeah, points yeah. are I, very I, I'm still pointing that out. I would just say his one weakness is obviously. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, yeah, he's great, and of course he can be given Fasten, uh, like it is saying. And you could have two, right? You could have one with Fasten. Um, as a as a as a trait, and you could also have one that you redeploy into your opponent's army. So you can have like sub four hundred points, like smashing the fuck out of your opponent turn one, which is fun. I just think he's gonna die fairly quick. Twelve wounds on a four up save. Well, he's not gonna reach him turn one uh, with the double move. <laughs> the only one that's gonna re reach them are the redeploy one. In turn four. When he's moved his five, four this times, This is one of my favourite shows, there. by the way, because yeah. you guys are in for a treat, because it's very rare that Nathan Prescott has fully read a battle tone more than me, yeah? And, he, and he, it's also, <laughs> it's also very it. rare that he's willing to give an opinion like, he doesn't move there, dickhead. He's not going to get there. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, all right, so that's the breaker boss uh, on my brute trogoth. Um, next up, 
Uh, we've got go- go- Gobsprock. Uh, so he's got 14 wounds with a 5-up base save. Love to see that. Uh, moves um, 14 inches base and his bravery 6. So he's not likely to heal him. Why is everyone such a coward? They are sneaky fellas. I don't know <laughs> I if you've noticed know. that. He's on a giant bird. He can just fly off. That flying off is scared, running away. It? Like, it's... Like, that's... <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But you should be more confident that you got that ability there if you need it. What? So you should feel brave. Is that, is that how that works? Yeah. What are you comparing it to? <laughs> if you... If you know you can get it, I'm not comparing it. And then, that's crap. You can't compare stuff because they're not the same. <laughs> so let me just clip that for the show. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> right, okay. Let's see what he does. He's got a th- Bog Bark Staff. Uh, doing trains, two attacks, three threes, run one, damage three, which is pretty cool. Um, so the Beak ter- uh, and Flesh Tearing Talons and the Stinger and the Backup Stabber, they don't do the Mortal Wounds or they do? They do on, the on this one, I think. So the units, uh, corpse with vultures armed with a beak and talons and a stinger. The venom encrusted weapons battle trait applies to the attacks made with the beak and the talons and the stinger, That's even though it's great. not. So, it's, it, so it says that in. So that means you've got five attacks, fours and threes, uh, but any sixes are going to do two mortal wounds and rend one. And then the stinger is only one attack, threes. Uh, one to wound, two's to wound initially, minus one, and then d6 damage, but you could do d6 mortal wounds. So it's still like okay output, but not like, not not world ending, basically. He can cast two spells, unbind two spells, obviously knows spells from the Lore of the Swamp. He's 300 points, so 15 points less than a Frostheart Phoenix, um, which is kind of my baseline for monsters now. Uh, is it as good? And, and fif- 15 points more than two dragons? Shut up, James. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to see names. Shut up, James. Right. Um, uh, right. Anyway, so <laughs> just shut up, James. Uh, he's got summon boggy mist as a spell, which is uh, add one to the charge rolls for friendly crawl boys units and minus one to charge rolls, which I still like as a spell. The redeploy plus minus one charge as like a board wide spell, I think, is something good. Do you not think? Like, I like that. I like that. Just me. Okay. What's that? Sorry, the the plus one minus yeah, one for the boggy mist. I think like there's something in there, right? Like you redeploy. Yeah. They like so then you're like uh, average is three. So they're three away, right? They move super fast. They're three away. You redeploy. You're six away. Minus one. It's a seven inch charge. Like it's it's on average now. They're failing it half the time, which isn't for a spell you just like whip yeah, yeah. out. It's not bad. That's not three hundred points worth of good spell. Yeah, and and he's got access to all the other spells in the spell for the utility. Also. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. He's, yeah, he's got a six at ward save. Uh, he's also got Mork says no. Each time this unit unbinds a spell, the caster suffers D three mortal wounds. In addition, uh, no, if the spell was unbound with an unbind roll of ten plus, it suffers D six mortal wounds, uh, which is quite nice. And then once per battle, this unit can attempt to unbind a spell that you can say it's using a screaming mandrake. And if you do so, uh, you you do it on three D six instead of two D six. So. What do we think about him being sat in the middle of the board, um, like just unbinding spells or shutting down like a spell phase? Like, uh, because um, I think that's quite nice, right? Like, you could, because you could you take, 
He's done a five. He does up have a five up save, but he also has a six up ward, James. Come on, confidence, please. Um, like. <laughs> I have none. Like, and also, he's got no pluses to unbind, right? Oh, no, he's he's got the once per game ability. He's got the once per game ability. Where he gets three. But then he's still not rolling more than, like, no, a croak. That's correct. and Or in a gash. He's, he's, he's not bad for 300 points. Right. I'll go with that. And, mm. like, I think there's probably some stuff there. And you get some matchups where, actually, you could kind of throw him forward and put a screen and take a round where you stop loads of magic and do loads of mortal wounds or make them think about casting things like mystic shield that aren't like mm -hmm. as important so you might just stop spells because they're too scared to take all that um but then he dies right I, there's something that, yeah. like I, i'm kind of get i yeah. can't get over the fact that he dies he then dies and gives them a point yeah a monster, and he dies right? like really well <laughs> 14. How many wins is he? 14. Yeah. Oh. 14. Yeah, yeah. Five up saves are <laughs> bad. <laughs> like, he's, he's not bad. great. He might have, like, he's got, like, a really rubbish amulet of destiny where it's his normal save and doesn't save wounds. Great. Anyway, can he just run away? Yeah, he could just run away. This is his job. Um,. Yeah. No, it's fourteen. Run away, run not from away. dragons, but he can't outrun he can some, some stuff, James. Fuck off! Like <laughs> he's cool, man. He can outrun by a brute struggle. Anyway, uh, but he does have the mouth of Mork. If this unit uh, issues unleash hell command to a cruel boys unit, you do not have to subtract one from the hit rolls for the tax made by this unit that receives the command, which is quite nice, right? Like. Yeah, I'd also like to point out because I missed it because I'm only looking at a small picture of the model on the new app, and Rob Kelly's called it out that he's obviously a good model because he is wearing a cape. So I redact all earlier comments. Okay. Ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, I mean he's well worth the 300 points is with he? all the rules he's got, but he, yeah, <laughs> with those rules. I mean, those rules are great, but he is—he's got a weakness, and that his armor save sucks. Oh, he just died. Yeah, he's pretty vulnerable, but but he's got lots of rules for three hundred points: a two-cast wizard and a two-unbind. Correct. He's got the some strength. Potential I... to do D three mortal wounds. Anything. Well, to and just removes him. Don't forget. And and he's quick. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just isn't he like a drummer targeted. boy in like a. Like in the army back in the day, you're like you're useful, drum, and then someone's like, "How likely are you to survive?" Low. <laughs> so like they probably didn't expect drumming to happen later on in the battle. They're like, "How long do I drum?" Like they like said to him, "He's like mid battle, mid battle they when everyone's march, stabbing right? each other. What do I do with the drums?" And the guy will look at him and be like, "Truthfully, you're probably going to be fucking dead. So it doesn't matter what you do with the drums." Just do whatever yeah, you want. Whatever like, you but want. useful yeah, yeah. up until then. I like the. Okay. The drummer was there to like get them to shoot in time and march in time. When they're in battle, it doesn't matter. So maybe this guy's there to like unbind turns one and two, and then it doesn't uh... matter. He's, he's at least 300 only, points. You say only 300 points. 300 points is a lot of an army. 
I just would like to point out, it doesn't matter. Right, so kill a boss on Corpse Vulture. It's 14 wounds with a 4-up save for some fucking reason. Like, he's got more armor on. Great. Um, so he's uh, he's got a 4-up armor save, Bravery 7. He's got 4 attacks, 3 threes, render 2, damage 1 with his spot sticker. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, the killer boss that's riding the big yeah. fucking Vulture... Has got better on, has got worse armor save than the guy that's riding a naked rat thing. Because so. vultures aren't tough. Like, to be fair to Games Workshop, if you were looking, if I, James, let's twist chat, you're looking at a dragon. Yeah, but he's what, a hard vulture? to hit. He's on a great big fucking, yeah. Nah, Have it's you, a bigger target, isn't it? Easier to hit. If you trying to yeah. stab a vulture with a sword, it's going to fly away all the time. You're never going to get it. But a rat, fucking just bosh it on the head. Oh, I don't just know. Rats are wiry. Vultures just like vultures are just like pick me off dead things, don't they? So I guess they're not very good at combat. But they're, so they they're don't kill anything themselves. Listen, if you're looking at a dragon and then a vulture, you're gonna give the dragon the three up armor save. Like I feel like four up armor save is fair. I think they should have probably had a two. I think, you, you're, you're being. Uh, it's a pretty big rat, uh, says Henry Nathan. How do you feel about that? Okay, good. Right. So uh, the, this guy's okay in uh, combat. He's got the. Uh, he does he do the venom and crystal weapons? Does apply to the the vulture though. Um, so, you, yeah. so you do have those five attacks base, yeah. which are fours, threes, rend one, damage two. Uh, so you could do some mortal wounds, and then the stinger um, might do d6 more wounds. So like it's fine, but not great. His abilities are, um, uh, which is nice, all part of the plan. If a friendly Cruel Boys unit fails a battle shot test within three inches of any friendly units with this ability, uh, on on, only one model of that unit will flee, which is great, because you basically have got effectively immune to battle shot units around him. Oh, within three inches, though. Not far, actually. Uh, but, you know, I guess that's okay. Um, command of view, you can use this command ability. You can use the same command ability more than once in the same phase. If you pick this unit to issue the command, this unit still cannot issue more than one command in the same phase, and a unit still cannot receive more than one command phase command in the same phase. So this would be, I guess, quite nice on, I don't know, two units of Bolt Boys that are unleashing hell. That seems like a like a good idea, because. Uh, like that's what you think of, because you because you go for what can I stack this best with, what can I best stack, commandability this how can I double, how can I economy of scale this and it feels like that's the right answer because doing plus one to hit on two units of gut rippers probably fine I guess I don't know but it feels like the the it's quite good on the bolt boys I don't know what you guys think just get yeah. that yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, or if you do do the monster mash thing, then he can give himself plus one to hit, and after somebody else has given themselves plus one. Okay, to yeah, hit. No, that's so good. If you're doing good. the monster mash thing, it's a nice idea. Uh, the killer boss on Great Nash Tooth, as Nathan just alluded to, has got ten wounds, but with a three up armor saves and moves ten inches, which is pretty fast. Uh, the guy on top has got that same profile: four attacks that do damage two, rend one, uh, and the bone crushing fangs. <laughs> Uh, which do not have view, so they don't have venom-encrusted weapons, is four attacks, three threes, rend two, damage two, so not bad in a little fight as well. And he's only 170 points, so he's a nice nice little monster. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not a monster, but nice little unit. Uh, he's got the uh, immune to battle shock if within three inches, and he's got add one to hit rolls for attacks made by this unit if it made a charge in the same turn. So he's not a bad little, like, 170-point character that doesn't really do tons. 
basically. But he's like okay in a fight, right? But not great in a fight. But okay in a fight, but not great. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can hold him, hold him by your units, and then come later game, he'll he'll be quite dangerous when units are reduced and stuff. I mean, the, for the points, he's great, and the the points for the killer boss on the vulture yeah. was only two forty. Again, yeah, they're both cheap. Good, really. Like definitely, I would. I, there's no way I, I wouldn't take a killer yeah. boss on corpse corpse ripper. He's like straight in the like the basket because of that double commandability thing because of the utility, right? And like Marauder's Mark has made in the chat. Great point, by the way. Um, is uh, like a double redeploy is also something to think about. A double. Yeah, a double like uh, oh, yeah. all-out defense, I guess, works in the right situation. Like that's I, like you yeah. put that in your list. He's more survivable, and also he can take an amulet of fucking destiny. So like he's way better than the gobsprat guy uh, all day long. Like like he's better, sixty points cheaper. Poor, poor poor gobsprat. Gobsprat. I mean, you could get gobsprat and just use him as the regular dude if you want. Like no one will know. He's got a cape too, yeah. so that Do probably that. makes him yeah. good. Um, so there's him, and then there's Killer Boss with a stab grot, but it's the same guy on foot. Uh, but don't you don't need to worry about him. Either. He has got a stab grot. He has grot, got a stab grot, though. Uh, not to stab grot plus, obviously. Uh, just but. It's... Well, yeah. If if you're just wanting the guy for the for the battle shock thing, then yeah, you'd take this guy because he's. A bit if you cheaper. did. Yeah, yeah, if, like, and, yeah. You would, like if you were, the thing I find, Nath, you're 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 probably one of the better people to actually ask this question of. Like you know when you're doing like that holy within on a melee unit, it's quite hard, right? Because the the character you don't want the character to be on the front line. I mean you do, um, but the you don't want that character to be on the front line because he could get charged if you don't get like the activations or you know if it's not your turn or whatever the situation is. You kind of want them to be back a little bit. Yeah. So when you do the move and they do the move and then they do the charge, invariably your character is further away for the charge, fails it quite a lot, and you struggle sometimes, or I tend to find I do, I struggle to get that wholly within 12 or wholly within 3 or within 3 because you've done, you know, you've fucked off a massive charge, you know what I mean? Especially with slower units. This must have come up a lot with dwarfs, right? It came up a lot with my dwarfs. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's. I'm just thinking this guy is more useful if you've got the shooting guys because they're not going to be moving very far, so he can just stand next to them. And then, like, if they do take some chip damage from a spell or something, then he can just say, uh, only one of you is running away. The rest of you That's can true. stay. But I'd probably shoot. just take the killer boss, because he's got a bigger base. And then when they do and then when they do charge the yeah. units and nine bolt boys, you just stand and shoot twice. And you're like, yay, this is uh, this is good. Uh, okay, yeah. so then uh, Kragnos is in here, but it doesn't matter. He went up points, which is hilarious. Uh, right, so the uh, Merc Knob with Belcher Banner. Um, six wounds with a four-up armor save. Uh, his abilities are the power of Kragnos and the breath of Myrdrakes. Uh, the power of Kragnos is when a friendly Krullboy's unit holding than 12 inches, this unit is affected by a spell or an ability of an endless spell. You can roll a dice on a five plus. You ignore the effect of that spell or the effects of the endless spell's ability, which is great. He's, a, he's 95 points as well. And then you've also got breath of the Myrdrakes. The start of the combat phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three inches of this unit. On a one, nothing happens. But on a two to five, they suffer a mortal wound. On a six, they take D3 mortal wounds. Right, so I just think that that's. I think he's pretty cool. A five-up spell ignore, wholly within twelve inches for ninety-five points. I'd pay for, all day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's cheap, right? Most of them seem pretty cheap too. Yeah, they are cheap. I, it just depends on on where you want your points to go in your list because you do Eventually. run out of points ultimately. And if, yeah, when it depends to 2, 000, on. Yeah. 
on the yeah on the meta that you're in if you if you do find yourself taking a lot of spell damage but i mean i think a lot of the damage comes from arrows and dragon fire <laughs> at the moment not even out yet and he's like I'm fucking sick of this dragon fire <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to play now you're taking 12 dragons. that's the list well it's 13 technically two fours i'm gonna take so you take how many can no, i get so you take can one you take one character two fours two twos that's the that's the list in my opinion and take them in i think astral templars okay. it gives them exposed sixes okay. for a charging unit that's pretty good on average it's like i don't know 20 more wounds every shooting phase yeah, it'd be fun. I'll it'd do that fun. to Nathan. That's the list. Uh, anyway, uh, snatch a boss on Sludge Raker Beast. 14 wounds with a 4-up armor save. Moves 8 inches. Looks fucking cool as shit. Like, love this guy. Um, he's got 3 attacks, which do damage 3 from uh, the chain link grappling hook. And it's 3-inch range as well. His grasping talons um, have got uh, 6 attacks. 3s and 3s. Uh, rend one damage two. His noise and bite is one attack. Uh, threes and twos rend one damage D three plus three. And his thrashing tail is gone. So both of those get the venom. They do weapons as well. The yeah, this guy's three hundred and fifteen points of absolute fucking Chad power. Yeah, this guy gone. He's he also looks amazing. I mean, he is definitely a copyright infringement from Games Workshop on the child snatcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So you probably want to buy him before yeah. Disney remove him. Yeah. Other but, than that. But 10 out of 10 model. 10 10. And he's also just phenomenal in the game, which is uh, like, so his attack profile is genuinely good. Uh, he's got that four up base save. So you can, um, so he's, and he's a non-named character. So you can give him all the artifacts that you want, which is cool and command traits. So Drake of Venom, add one to the number of mortal wounds caused by the Venom Encrusted Weapons battle trait. If the unmodified hit roll was a six and the attacking unit is wholly within 12 inches of any friendly units with this ability. So this doesn't stack the vet. The you view. mean the vet? The view. The men with view. Yeah. View. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the vet. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, and this unit is affected by the shaman's ability for you to be able to like uh, do those venom encrusted things on a six. Uh, sorry, on a five. It only procs on a six, so you can't have this proc on a five. But it does mean your bolt boys, which are damage two, will be doing mortal wounds, three mortal wounds on any sixes to hit, which is pretty phenomenal uh ultimately um and he doesn't have to do anything you just stand there and you just do it um which is quite nice and it's not yeah. bad on a big brick of um of uh, gut rippers either honestly i don't think it's bad you're rolling quite a few dice to potentially prop two mortal wounds off that unit so i don't think that's bad either yeah. and you got snatch and grab once per battle at the end of the combat phase you can pick one enemy or there's a wounds characteristic of seven or less this is amazing and does not have an amount uh and is within three inches of this unit and roll 2d6 the roll is greater than the enemy model's wound characteristic it's slain which is just amazing right yeah it's good that it's at the end of the combat phase as well so you can break coherency and do all sorts of yeah things so, so yeah good. So so good, and like, and it feels like that that Sludraker Venom ability is like just makes him an almost like you would have to argue why you wouldn't be doing more mortal wounds. Thanks, Liam Jordan. Big love to you. Good luck at the weekend. Uh, cool boys are cool boys. Like it would be, why would you not take this guy? He's a badass in a fight. He can auto slay models, and he makes your whole army better. Like, 
He's yeah. a monster as well. So for battle tactics, because he's pretty tasty in a fight. Like, um, and he's bra oh, he's bravery six. Don't worry about that. He can't heal himself as as likely. He's also like well uh, priced in, in real, real money. And how much? And how pounds? much is the burb? Well, thirty four fifty. Like sixty quid or something, and more, more than that, I think. How much is the burb? Let's have a look. Someone will probably beat me to this because well, ninety pounds. Ninety pounds. Shut up. So you can get. So the bird's ninety pounds. So he's thirty. Yeah, eighty-nine pound for Gobsprack or the bird, and thirty-four fifty for the Slumdrek. Okay, well he, he's the guy to take anyway, isn't he? Uh, the Snatcher Boss. Yeah. So the Snatcher Boss on Sludge Breaker Beast feels like an auto include, basically, is what we're saying. Um, yeah. Uh, so then Swamp Boss Scumdrek uh, is the name character, I think. Is, yeah. So he's got 15 wounds with a four-up save, and he only moves eight inches. So he's a little bit chunkier with plus one wound, but he's two inches slower. Um, he's got again. He's pretty good in a fight, uh, and he gets that same thing where he gets the venom encrusted weapons on his things. But his. Oh, uh, they're both eight-inch move, aren't they? Uh what is the other guy? Sw swamp is swamp. Is the snatcher boss? Eight? Oh yeah, he is eight inches. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um. But he's got Betmaster, which is ability. If this unit is part of your army, after deployment before the first battle round begins, you can pick one friendly Hobgrot unit to be the counting crew and one friendly unit to be the bet. You cannot pick this unit or the counting crew to be the bet. If the bet is the first friendly unit to be destroyed during the battle, you can pick one extra triumph enhancement oh. for your army that can be used during the battle. Even if the points of your army is not less than your opponent's army, the unit has uh, chosen benefit from the triumph must either use this unit uh, or the counting crew, which is pretty cool. This guy's just stuff. <laughs> What's wrong? Because <laughs> that's like the most ridiculous rule. So I'm going to take this model. I'm going to take these hobgrots. They're going to be the bet. I'm going to throw them forward. You're going to ignore them because they don't do damage. Uh... It's a fun rule. I like it. It's fun, right? Like it does stuff. Like you can have loads of fun trying to get the bet killed, right? This is my no. jam. Why, Nathan? Okay. Go on, then. Nathan. What's wrong with it? <laughs> no, it's just rubbish. It's not. It's not. A fun, it might be a fun rule to the guy trying to do it. The guy sat across the table is just going to be like, "Fuck off." <laughs> 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 Stop reading that to me. It's not going to happen. Can I explain this rule to you <laughs> no. for the next ten minutes? <laughs> no. Stop. For it. a triumph. Also, like. At the end of that, it's like, here, have a triumph. No, fuck off. Like, no. listen, we can't, I, well, I can't no. sit here and bitch. Like, I don't need rules to be powerful. I need rules to have some engagement. And that's got, like, that's funny. Like, at the start of the game, when you go, you move them forward, your opponent's like, I'm not going to kill them, dickhead. Like, I'm not going to kill them. And you'll be like, well, they're there. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. That's hilarious for both of you. It makes some good screen, I guess. What's uh, so space I have got on? Uh, okay, fine. Uh, I want. I like this shit. I think like Glitterworld Vagabond. Uh, Owen in the chat. This is my jam, man. This is like. I'm not saying it's good, but it's interesting, right? Um, anyway, it's funny. I just think that by the time you've read all that, your opponent's yeah, going to be like, oh, so, I, "So I kill something before that." Yeah, like you're right, but well, it does. Yeah, or does it matter that you give the guy a chime because he's just spent half an hour reading a rule to you? <laughs> Just say, look, he has a triumph. 
Stop reading the rule to me. Just take the triumph and let's play the game. Hey, I would say... What's the point difference between Slumdrek and the other one? Five points or something. Five Five points. points. Oh, okay. Right? And also... Yeah, so five points. You'd take the other one because then you can take a mountain trait artifacts, all of yeah, that. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan's sky. so right, but like, listen James, l- there's two angels on your shoulder right now, yeah, and one of them saying, how fun <laughs> would it be? Don't angels. listen to him, right? There's, how fun would it be? <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, you have to pay 80 points also in addition for the Hobgrots, but we'll ignore that also, yeah? Yeah, that's fine. 8 points is nothing. Yeah. Some people won't be able to stop it if people are running. If like people are being like super fringe edge lords and running themselves stormkeep armies where they're holding objectives, redeemers. Yeah, you could charge at them and they could accidentally mortal wound off your own hobgrots. Think about that. And then you'd be like, "Oh, I've got a triumph to re-roll my charge roll." No, take the time for plus one to wound on your nine bold boys. Pew 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 pew. No, you couldn't afford them because you brought up. <laughs> you spent all, all your money buying this twat and his bit and Fine. thingy. And Fine. Button. And as Owen says in the chat, you could just not buy the Hobgrots for 80 points, make, <laughs> make your list 1920, and then definitely get the triumph. So you're all correct, uh, but whatever. Uh, and then finally, the. But you get a mini game. You do get a mini game. More of this, please, right? Um, so Swamp Caller Shaman on Potgrot. Uh, we've talked about this already. He can basically forgo casting spells and he's only a one cast wizard again why uruks are only one cast wizards like triggers me it triggers me in ways that like make me want to protest like and i don't know who to protest to like it's it's a useless oh, go- okay you can't you can't use the triumph on the bolt boys you can only use it on the counting crew <sighs> wait hang on do you have to take two squads of 80 yeah. yeah 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 one of them's the bet one of them's the counting crew <laughs> the triumph applies to the counting crew Listen. if the bet gets killed. It's a great game. So it's 160 points of Hobgrot. Hey, or the croc. <laughs> Listen, don't be fucking wankers. Like, this is fun. <laughs> oh, okay. Look, we've, got, we've got two futures, lads. Yeah, the intern guy is writing down notes right now, yeah? He's listening to the yeah. show and he's like, there are two... None of this, none of this shit, please. What do you want? Just every man. unit to be like, oh, you get plus one to hit. Plus one to hit. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a No, don't be on the side of the devils. Look, this, all this gives you is plus one, what, plus one to wound or re-roll a charge or um, battle shock thing. Oh They're just as boring now. as plus one to hit. What we know now. Just got to go through a whole fucking singing and dancing thing and then you end up with some hobgrots that can plus one to win. All right, fine. That's great. Okay, fine. I've got two points from this. Go on. One, we now know Nathan's buying a dragon army. Yep, obviously. Two, <laughs> Rob, how many hobgrots do you own? 120. Now oh. we know why you like the rule. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also I own 21 so, bolt boys, so fucking do you. Yeah, go on. So 10 of them are going to be the... Uh, the bit and then the other hundred and no because you can, no because the because the other unit <laughs> oh, you they, can never make them you can't even make the battle line. no the counting so crew the counting crew could be anything so I could just give like plus one to wood no it has to be it has no to be it doesn't drops. it could be anything read it uh, yeah pick one friendly hobgrot unit to be the counting crew yeah yeah that's what I read yeah one you it doesn't say that where's it it says Pick one friendly Hobgrot unit to be the counting crew and one friendly to be the bet. 
You cannot pick the the unit or the counting crew. Uh, you cannot pick this unit or the counting crew to be the bet. If the bet is the first friendly unit to be destroyed, during, you pick one extra triumph enhancement for your army. Blah, blah, blah. The unit that is chosen to benefit from the triumph must be either this unit or the counting crew. Uh, so you can put it on this on Slump, whatever his name is. Swamp Boss, Slump Jack. Mm -hmm. So he can be immune to Battle Shock, reroll this charge. We spent too long. We spent, spent too long in this rule. Let's cut, let's move we on. We have okay. just like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Swamp Call of Shame and a pot grot. He could forgo his spells. He's only a one cast wizard. I have no idea why that why orcs are one cast wizards, but an abhorrent art regent is a two cast wizard. Triggers me forever. Make them two cast wizards. Two cast wizard orcs. Two ca oh, just on my own. Um, but they should be. They should be. And then they can ca do boggy mist. And then uh, they've got poisons and elixirs, which we talked about already. So uh, you're going to just make a unit be stronger. Anyway, battle line units, uh, gut rippers. So they've got two weapon profiles. They've two wounds and they move five inches, which is pretty rough. Uh, no way to speed a heash them. Um, none of that. They've got an armor save of five uh, and they're bravery five. So you are going to need to have a character nearby, right? Um, that's going to be uh, an important point. Uh, so I've got Plus. He's not a caster. Who the the Swamp Caller Shaman is a caster, isn't he? He is. He can cast one spell, but I guess he's not technically casting. He's going to be po just feed, feeding yeah. everyone poison. He's a po he's a poisoner. He's yeah. a poisoner. All right, fair enough. Um, anyway, that bravery five is pretty rough on two wound models uh, for the 180 point gut rippers. Um, but you get to add plus one bravery for the banner. Which is good. Uh, one more unit can uh, be the champ and have plus one attack characteristic. And in the the musicians, you can add one to the charge of this unit, which means you've got plus two to charge. Um, so plus one from this and then plus one from Swampy Mist if you cast it. So that's pretty good for plus two, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and then you've got... Uh, now, in melee, they're not great. So they've got two attacks each. They've got fours, fours, no rend and damage one. Uh, that's with the wicked stickers, but they're two inch range, which is nice because you're going to have a unit of 10, so you're going to take the stickers all the time. Uh, and then the wicked hackers, uh, fours, threes, no rend damage one. Uh, but you're going to want to get as many attacks as possible because you're looking to proc the mortal wounds, uh, which you can do on fives. Yeah. And a unit of 10 is 20 attacks, and any, any fives do a mortal wound, like sixes or fives, isn't bad. Like it's the same profile as <coughs> um, uh, sentinels, apart from they've got the. Uh, not central, sorry, wardens. Apart from they got three inch range, but like it's not bad, right? I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Twenty attacks, so what a third of that. So yeah, that's decent, decent amount. How many points? One hundred and eighty points is probably so. But there are twenty wounds, right, with a five up save. Listen, I don't think that they're great um, by any stretch of the imagination. I said this already when they 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 showcased them previously. Um, they've also got a stupid ability where you've got to do like 43 different things in a magical dance and you might make someone minus one to hit if you're in melee with them. It's called scare tech. At least it's not the bet thing. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's pretty fucking bad. Debate this one. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, they're not great is the point. And this is really your main fighting unit in your whole army. Well, in this Cruel Boys Only Allegiance. 
So um, they're not awesome. And I say the bravery is the main problem. But then if you were taking two, like, let's say, buffed up units, that would be 120 wounds. Sorry, if two reinforced units. That'd be 120 wounds, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, you can have the, the, the dude near them so that they're immune to battle shock, basically, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then you could have two mm. shamans and you could buff them up. And then that's quite a lot of attacks proccing mortal wounds. Uh, and if, if you got one of the the big crocodiles near them, then they're doing two mortal wounds every time yeah, yeah. they do a five up. So then they actually become pretty scary in a, in a fight. I think so. Yeah. I think it's just the issue that they can't, that there's no survivability on the unit, I guess is how I feel, because that five up save is going to go down. Like All our defense is fine and Mystic Shield is fine, but who the fuck is casting Mystic Shield if you're doing all the poisons? There's going to be no one left in your army. Yeah. And then, yeah. so your output's great, but then same thing we talked about earlier on in the show, your delivery so, system's really <clears throat> weak because you can't still, move them anywhere. They're still, they're still capping at a four. Like, you're then like, oh, I'll buff these, like, plus two, plus three save, and then someone goes, oh, hit something else in your army with a four-up save. You mean with all-out defense and Mystic Shield? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. But, like, so you, you're going to be on a four-up armor save ignoring round one? And you're also paying points yeah, to have a character nearby. You're either spending CP to make sure that you are um, uh, like immune to battle shock via the unit champ, or you've got a character nearby, which means you're spending points to make them immune to battle shock. But I agree with Nathan; like they're they're pretty fighty, but like your delivery system for them is pretty weak unless you do that pre-game kind of like deep strike sort of situation, and then they're on their own. But then I guess with yeah, that that's I mean that's. If you want to fight your enemy in their territory, but a lot of the time you are fighting the enemy in the middle of the board. It's true. Because uh, sometimes the enemy moves towards you. Yeah. Unless they're dragons, then. Uh, but it doesn't matter if they're dragons because <laughs> they're all dead. But then, if if it's like a normal army, they've moved into the center, so like some giants or something like that, then they they're well within range to get a charge on, especially with the plus, plus two to charge. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. twenty of them. I don't know if twenty of them with all of the buffs would do for a for a, for a uh, mega gargan in one round. It do okay. Like I don't think. Yeah, but that's not your, that's not your whole army. It won't be your whole army. Twenty of them. You'll have other stuff as well. So they'll be in trouble when that giant hits them. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'll they'll be wanting to go in and finish the giant off, not not fight a fully fully healthy but, giant from scratch fire them big bows at it and let yeah, them lads and clean up they go in and polish off yeah but I, and claim the object that's what i'm saying i don't hate them but we are talking about like in order for the gut rippers to do that level of damage we've buffed them with the shaman or we've got the lad nearby um that's giving them that's doing the additional mortal wounds on sixes so like we're, yeah. we're we're putting points in significantly to to buff them to do that work otherwise when they're on their own they're just doing whatever uh, I guess. Um, Looking nice. Pardon me? Looking nice. Yeah, they're doing, Got nice yeah. they're doing quite well. And as Gary pointed out in the chat, obviously when you use the Cruel Boys War, I guess you could, uh, you've got a bunch of units activating before the Mega Gargant goes, so two blocks of 20 could do some pretty significant work all around the Sludge Raker, um, and they'll all go first before the Gargant gets to go. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Dr. Imp, thanks for subscribing. I guess the real issue is, is like getting there feels like it's the problem. Is all I'm going to say. But like Nate says, they're going to be in yeah. the middle of the board anyway. Right. Or we could just not get there. And our two last units to talk or three last units to talk about, four last units to talk about, sorry, are the Manskewer Bolt Boys. Two wounds each with an armor save yeah. of six, and they move five inches. 
Their shot is two attacks, hits on fours, wounds on threes, uh, rend one, damage two. That's the 12-inch range. Or uh, the 24-inch version is one attack, twos and threes, rend one, damage two, but it's still damage two. Um, when this unit has a Mansku uh, crossbow, use the aim shot missile weapon if it didn't move. So basically, if you move, yeah... You get an extra you shot. An, uh, you get an extra shot, but it's closer. So you've basically got 17 inches, two shots, uh, but you hit on fours, or you've got one 24-inch range shot. But of course, if you're in big yellers, uh, you add three inches to that. So it's actually 27 inches, or it's 20 inches. Oh, 15. 15. Oh, it's 15 inches, but you move as well, right? Yeah. So you move and you shoot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so 17 inches, move and shoot. Um, uh, or stand still on 27-inch range. Uh, and then it gets all of the buffs that we talked about before. So I think this is why everyone's really excited about this. Uh, because if you take nine of them, uh, if you move 17 inches, you're going to do 18 shots. Any sixes to hit are going to do three mortal wounds, uh, which is going to be uh, pretty impressive. Um, uh, so, And then if you get shot at, uh, similarly... Uh, sorry, if you get charged, you can do a standard shoot. And again, any sixes are going to do three mortal wounds, which feels pretty good. Or you, you like you say, you venom encrust them. Uh, sorry, you, you give them the potion. So any fives to hit are going to do two mortal wounds. Any sixes to hit are going to do three mortal wounds. Uh, feels pretty good because it's only going to cost you 360 points for that nine-man Boltman unit, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna, so how many shots were you saying in so it'd be 20 shots nine of them doing 18 shots two, 18 uh, with the, so I 19 the, shots the, uh, the, the boss the champion gets plus one so it's 19 shots yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah so you're looking at nine mortal wounds yeah. um well eight eight or oh, 18 <clears throat> so yeah one one and six is going to be three doing yeah nine mortal nine. wounds and then another so 15 mortal wounds uh-huh. If at 17 inches sack. yeah yeah pretty pretty good that's pretty great for that for that cost uh and then obviously you know you could reinforce two units of them if you wanted to um and that's still not a lot of points really 360 um 720 and then you take the my boot trogoth which is what what was he something like he was like two four it's about a thousand points was he was 180 oh, 180 oh, fucking hell. um so yeah like it's about a thousand points and you can you can run that build and i think it's what a lot of people are going to run uh ultimately um but it's whether or not you can what like how are you going to go and take objectives in the midfield i think is the main problem like how are you going to you've still got some points but if you do reinforce two units into nines then you've got no reinforcement points so you can't take a unit of 20 gut rippers let's say or whatever you're going to use to try and hold objectives but you could take like nine squads of 10 hobgrubs yeah i mean that's it. The hobgrubs are dead cheap for taking objectives. I think I wrote a list where I had two blocks of nine, um, and then a block of three, and then but then two units of hobgrubs as well, just to be running around contesting objectives and being things that people charge that you can stand and shoot at. Oh yeah, of course. Because well. if they're on the objective and then they stand and shoot, like they charge the hobgrubs, you stand and shoot with the bolt yeah. boys. Yeah, that's nice. And stuff like that. And then you've got a, a big croc there to buff that. And uh, you could have the one that we've not talked about, the other Slogoth for plus one a hit. So that'll cancel out 
the minus one to hit thing. Yeah, so that's yeah, so that, that's uh, from the more crusher yeah. slogoth. So it's 150 points. Uh, he's got 12 wounds with a four up save. He only moves six inches. Now, currently doesn't have uh, the cruel boys keyword, but that's obviously an oversight, and we'll get FAQ'd in as having the cruel boys keyword. Um, so currently, technically not allowed in a. Um, uh, 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 an army right now, but I'm just going to FAQ it, saying he's got the keyword for everyone. Uh, and in the future, you can you can uh, you can sort that out. That's going to happen. Uh, but that's the crew drummer. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by melee weapons by friendly units that are holding within 18 inches of friendly units. Is that the one you're talking about? Because it's melee weapons only, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, is that only melee weapons? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So yeah, wouldn't I'll drop him out then and get extra bolt boys and yeah, 150 points. Yeah. Um, so that's that's him. So that's if you go in combat, which isn't bad. Again, if you wanted to push him behind two, two, yeah. a couple of bricks of, because you can reinforce like the gut rippers. I don't think gut rippers are bad, you know. Like I could see three twenties existing with all the characters behind them. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted, if you wanted to do a melee army, you could go down the gut rippers. I don't think route. it's brilliant, but I think it's okay. But but obviously the shooting one is probably more competitive. Oh yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. You could probably take all the gut rippers though, and then you could take two units of hobgrots and the name guy on the alligator, and then you could play your own mini game. <laughs> you could, James, and it'd be so fun. Well, it'd be so much more fun than just moving six dragons to only four inches, you dick, right? Like, yeah, or not moving and be like, shoot you off the board <laughs> next turn, shoot you off the board. The dragons would just come up and say, look, okay, look, I'll shoot the bet first. Shoot the bet. <laughs> then I'll shoot the counting crew. Shoot the counting crew. Then I'll shoot. No, they got a charge. Then the they're only allowed two shots. So let's not overegg them. No, no. Then it's my yeah. Okay. Then he can have his triumph. Then I'll just shoot him. <laughs> and then charge him. Have you have you done the stats on four dragons in combat? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen like stats for six and fours. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, right. So the final piece, the beast cure killbow, five wounds uh, with a five up save, moves five inches. But again, um, it's twenty-four inch range unless you do it in big yellows, which you're going to obviously. So it's twenty-seven inch range, uh, or um, fifteen inch range. And then you move your five, so it's actually twenty inch range uh, on your beast uh, skewer killbow. Um, uh, but that does make it uh, hits on a four. But if you shoot from 27 inches yeah. away... They don't get the extra shot, though, either. No, they don't. So, so yeah. there's no point moving them. Yeah. Uh, so one attack, twos and threes, ren two, damage. And then what you do is you roll a dice for each model... Uh, sorry, each wound in the target unit. And any five up uh, causes a mortal wound. Uh, basically. Well, it's only on the... It's the wound, isn't it, characteristic? Yeah, the characteristic. That's what I said, right? There's not... Uh, equal to the wound characteristic of the target unit. So if it's like a one unit, unit, then you're just rolling one. But dice. if it's a mega gargant, you're rolling thirty-five. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you'll do, yeah. you'll do uh, basically uh, for every five up, you'll do uh, a mortal wound, uh, basically. Uh, well, you get increase the damage by one. Oh yes, the damage characteristic is equal to two. Yes, uh, plus one for each uh, five up to a maximum of twelve. Sorry, yeah. but if. But obviously, if you do roll a six, then it will all be mortal wounds. Two plus half. Yeah, and it's ren two. Yeah. So I've I've garbled how I've described that, and I'm sorry about that. But basically, just read the fucking thing. Um, but you can do a maximum, <laughs> a maximum of twelve damage. You can do a maximum of twelve damage for 130 points. Uh, but it does rely on you fighting monsters. But you generally tend to fight monsters quite a lot. Yeah, there seem to be quite a few in the game. Yeah, yeah. I could 100% seeing someone taking uh, four of these. Uh, truthfully, uh, they're also artillery. 
Um, so you can only take four of these, but I could definitely see you doing that. And just like, I mean, it's terrifying what that like where they're able to and also five wounds isn't bad you can't really like uh like rain of stars you can't like oh, i don't think rain of stars is there anymore uh, it might be but you can't like uh do like um comets call or anything like that and definitely take these out they're also individual ones which is quite nice so you can oh, just yeah. so you, like they're good they're also yeah good but as pete said they're also good against like little small characters i guess you roll in like five or six yeah. dice um I think as well, like yeah, because it's the two plus the the other dice. Sorry, James. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say, I think like as well, like team team events at the minute, like looking at all them blood tithe lists, like most teams have a giant army in, and I think like the next one that rolls up, every team's gonna have one of these, and then they'll be like, put me into the giants. Well, it's gonna be every team's gonna have a dragon army, a giant army, and they're cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes. sorted. You could even take the boring redeemer list that just stands there because the dragon army won't have any of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what do we think overall? Uh, there's also some hobgrots. Oh, uh, we've left the. Uh, unit, it doesn't matter. We? The hobgrots. Yeah, they're there. Like, but whatever. Yeah, they're cheap. They're cheap for their points. They are cheap. For, yeah, it's a cheap little ten man unit. Great for screens. Oh. So, what do you guys think? Beautiful. Like, and Twitch chat. What do you think? This is your time to have your say. Uh, what's your like takeaway? Start, James, we'll start with you. Nathan, we'll go to you after. James, what's your uh, what's your takeaway? Uh, I think I think like as we talked about it, there's probably some nice things in there. Obviously, we talked about last week that Stormcast book was kind of pushing people towards dragons to be grim, strong, and I think this is probably doing the same with all the shooting. But I think actually like there's quite a nice bit here because there's probably like you could take a, a a bunch of them crocodiles and some hitty lads. You could take a bunch of archers. I said, there's probably a bit in there. And I think the nice thing looking at this is there's probably some builds in the book that could do okay in some games, probably don't work very well into some matchups, but would be a laugh. Um, there's maybe a little bit more flavor in this than there was in the Stormcast book um, in its own little way. But obviously we've looked at realistically all the new stuff for the orcs. But yeah, it was all right. It's pretty good. Okay. I don't want to get shot by it, but other than that, all yeah. Good. Imagine if you're like, it's gonna be fucking rough if you're just running like a mid-table army, and like someone's like, someone just fucking unleashes like two units of nine bolt boys out. You're gonna be like, this sucks like a lot. Like it's just gonna suck. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, what... thirty mortal wounds. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, uh. yeah. It's it's pretty horrific. What what are your thoughts, Nathan? Yeah, I mean, other than the big yellows thing, I think it's really nice. I like it. Uh, in that the rest of the book is everything's pointed enough that you'd want to take it. Uh, but then the problem is that the big yellows thing is there, and yeah, you we're just going to face some pretty horrific shooting now. So yeah, uh, the thing is, a, a decent, you. it's a good range. Yeah, it's a good range. They've got other cool little tricks. I really like the sneaky tricks thing that Same. they did at the beginning Same. of the thing. That's really cool. Uh, all of that. It's just, uh, I don't know about the shooting thing. It's just, well, yeah, I, I get the, I get that. I mean, there's, there's other shooting armies out there. It's just that, uh, you know, it's playing. I don't know. I guess, there are games that are based around shooting like 40k and stuff like that, but it just feels a bit more like a non-playing experience. experience. Yeah. yeah, when if you've turned up with your 
fighting on and you just get shot off before you get anywhere. Yeah, agreed. So. Uh, Don Melanson, thank you for subscribing. Uh, I would say that, like, uh, there's some points being in the chat. Mamdare was saying really good point that obviously it's going to do super well into Gargans, for example. Um, it could do quite well into like low model count and do some stuff there. Um, and they are like a significant portion of the meta. But also the other kind of conversation you have to ask yourself for the minute is you kind of have to say, right, I'm going to play Marathi and the Bow Snakes. I'm going to play Sentinels. Am I a better shooter than those? And I don't think the answer is yes. Like Marathi doesn't, well, Marathi doesn't give a fuck about standard I think, shoot twice. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Marathi is your problem there, but you'll take take out the boats. Well, they're just you're better shooters than yeah. Them. But she's just gonna she's gonna just push those up first, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. like, Fair well, enough. like, like, and then like you know they do okay. They don't do well into they do well into the um, uh, God uh, the wind spirits, but I'm not necessarily certain they're gonna do overly well into. Um, uh, the the Sentinel version of it. So like, the meta they're released into isn't quite interesting, and they're a nice counterplay. But ultimately, I don't think that they're actually like a top end book, or like sorry, this portion sorry isn't necessarily top end. Like I would say, like like it can play around that area, but not great. Um, but I do think like the Bolt Boy version of the list is very very strong. But I think ultimately the the meta that exists around it just has a load of counters that are just gonna like take it off which I think is kind of maybe an interesting place for it to be. Um, and then I think uh, the the more kind of combat variant of it is, would be quite fun to play. Like, I think that there's like a little, there's quite a few tools in there, like you say, with the sneaky tricks. But it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like it's the strongest book in the world. Uh, but it would be so fun rolling those sixes, right? Like, so fun rolling those sixes on the Venom Encrusted Weapon. Like, really fun. Yeah, and I think yeah, there's yeah. like, there's, there's some jank in there, isn't there? Like, earlier we talked about that, is it an artifact that you could do that 2d6 mortal wounds to a monster once per game? Like, there's some. I think there's some fun in this book, and some people will have a great time with it. Yeah, I would. This portion. Yeah. This portion of the book, anyway. Yeah. This portion. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, agreed. But it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know if you both like. I feel like you do. Like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like you build. Doesn't feel like. Oh, maybe. Maybe this is just my nature. It doesn't feel like you put lots of different units in. It doesn't feel like you stick a my boot trogoth in just to be like, well, maybe, maybe I'll use him at some point. Maybe he's like, do you know what I mean? Like, because you, you've already got your buff pieces, right? Like, if you go in bold boys, uh, you're gonna make them immune to backshot. You make them shoot twice. You're gonna make them uh, so they do those mortal wounds on, on sixes. Uh, then if you go gut rippers, you can also bring in the guy that gives plus one to hit as well in kind of an aura. You've got the Swamp Caller Shamans. You don't really have points left because you're paying to upgrade your units, right? You're paying, like, the difference between Sentinels and, and these units, for instance, or Sentinels or Wardens and Gut Rippers is the, the, the Wardens buff themselves, whereas you're paying yeah. to buff the Gut Rippers. You're paying to buff the Bolt Boys. Um, you're not paying to buff the Sentinels. They're doing it themselves. So you're, you're paying additional points to just make your units uh, as good or maybe not even as good as those other units. Um, yeah, and and those chains can be broken. Those buff chains can be broken. You can pick out... I mean, the Swamp Callers are a bit like War Chanters. They, they're going to be really essential to the army, and then they're going to be big targets, aren't they? Huge targets, yeah, you're right. Yeah, And you don't want them to get separated from the dudes because it's all very close-range stuff as well. So... 
Well, it's been fun going through it. Um, this is our first look, so uh, not like deep dives. Uh, so we'll do that on another show because I still think that that'll be super interesting to like write ourselves some lists and some other stuff and come back to it. Uh, Nathan, you got any shout outs today? No. <laughs> uh, James, what about you? Uh, I'm going to do a big shout out to uh, whatever that team I'm playing first on Saturday's called. Uh I'll play someone that will let me be at the bar by 10 o'clock and then I'll keep walking past the stream and waving to everyone that's in the chat. Cute. Nice. Dragons. Um, right. Okay. Listen, it's been lovely talking to you all. You're all great. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks to everyone else for going Patreon. Thank you to everyone who subscribes. All you guys in the chat, you're all beautiful. Uh, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast and listening to YouTube stuff. Uh, you're all wonderful. Uh, thanks for being honest, Wargamers. Uh, big shout out to Shilly. You did great. See you guys soon. Have a nice day. <laughs>